Get ready for Dead Beat Radio. Yes. One more week back on Dead Beat Radio. Thank you for joining us on Stage Diver Network. Here on Debbie Radio, I am your host as always, Lance Adams, Sir Lance a Little, your knight in shining stereo. Here I am with Terry Snow as always. What's up, buddy? Bringing me that twangy guitar. Terry Snow. Yeah. And today we have a, I know Fabulous Thunderbirds are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what else is fantastic. I have a fantastic guest, somebody we've been trying to get on for a while and could not get our schedules coordinated, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you were in Knoxville killing it last night. The lovely, beautiful Bridget Martin. Ah. Yeah, yes. Bridget. Thanks for being Thank here with you. us. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's like so flattering that yeah. you've been like wanting me to be on here. <laughs> I have because again, we we've crossed paths many times. I yeah. came to work for you. We've worked together, and I, I love being around you. You have such great spunk and personality, and that's what I love. And so, um, when I created the the idea for the show, when they offered it to me, I wanted a talk show with interesting people. Um, I looked at things like Mark Maron and Joe Rogan, yeah. and that's what I wanted. Was no topic. I didn't want to do a subject and be. Tied limited yeah and so i thought you know what what do you do best i talk that's yes, what i do, do. i run my mouth that's yeah, what i do yeah. all right that's why that's, <laughs> that's why a retail call center work has suited me well and uh so uh this is um what i want to do and i want to bring people that have that are, have something to say and something to do and learn from and just enjoy life for a moment like we were sitting at a party in a corner yeah just bullshitting and that's I what i wanted that. and i knew you would and i knew you'd be so good <laughs> yeah so welcome welcome to debbie radio you're Thank not a, you. a a new timer to stage diver you did Mm-mm. people in my neighborhood i did and right. i just learned before we came in here mm-hmm. that it was the top listen to awesome. episode so I'm um, we are already already simpatico because I, with my episode of People in My Neighborhood, hold the network record for longest episode. Oh, I did hear that. Yes. I did hear that. Yes. And that did not surprise me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what's led us here. Yeah, that did not surprise yeah. me at all. So, so. <laughs> um, but again, that's why I was excited to have you. Um uh had a good show last night I heard here oh, in Knoxville. Oh my goodness. Nice. Every time I do comedy in Knoxville, like It's a good town. It's weird because when I was here, um when I first moved here You lived here before. Right? I did. I okay. lived here before. I came here in two thousand nine. Um and the comedy scene was vastly different. Okay. Uh, and it is ever-changing. my time. That yeah. was before my time. Because oh, yeah. I still consider myself quite the amateur. But, um, we all I, are. I, uh, that's true. Mm. But um, I knew of you from that time, but yeah. didn't know you. Because um, I was not... Uh, you worked for the local comedy club. I did. I did. And uh, that is no longer in business now. But, yes. Um, I was you worked for, for the man. For the man. And again, mm-hmm. I, I knew of the, the war. Again, to catch people up. We'll, we'll go in. Because this is important. This is it's, big to your story. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, because... <clears throat> Even now, to this day, I don't agree with the war. Okay. Uh, and I never liked taking part in it. But okay. I, I, I was, my hand I didn't. Was it was kind before my time, but I know of it. Because um, I worked for a comedy club. Right. And so, like, when you're the only game in town, independent comedy club, like, comedy dollars are hard to come by. Entertainment dollars are com- yeah, hard to yeah. come if by. Yeah, yeah. If you have a gig, fucking yes. take it. Yeah. You know, unless it's morally reprehensible or, you know, again, you've got, you know, kids birthday party we get that yes. you, you know like i gotta be there for the wife my birth of my son okay i got that right but take the fucking gig man. yes so uh i and, agree I well agree. i mean and not only that but for the audiences like competing for the audience was hard too and so like right. it was kind of like i needed 
in order for my my business to be viable, I needed that that entertainment dollar from people's pockets. Right. So I was kind of. I don't want to say dragged into. I was a willing participant, but into trying to stifle other venues and other, you know, uprisings of. Okay. Of- okay again, so to, to to recap, before we go forward, for people listening that may have no clue what we're talking about, um, there is in comedy um, several different um, factions. You have club comedy. Yes. You have bar comedy. Mm-hmm. You have like um, ma- on a major level, you have like stadium club, large venue oh, comedy. I don't so again, we're that we're not. I'm not there yet. Yeah. But no. um, on on <laughs> every level, that. <laughs> on every level, you do have club comedy, which is a comedy club like you've seen in movies and on mm-hmm. the internet, versus a bar comedy, which is just that comedy in a bar. And there are ups and downs to both. Yeah. And there are, you know, vast, diehard fans of each. Yes. And here locally in Knoxville, once upon a time, we had a single club comedy. And then we had um, a, a bar comedy, I guess, uprising, if you will. Yeah. Um, and so there became this this war. If you were in one group, you were kind of shunned by the other. Mm-hmm. Now, this was before I joined, uh, before I started doing stand-ups. But I knew um, Jeff Blank, who I've talked about before, mm-hmm. um, got me into the comedy in general. And I love him. And he saved my life by introducing me to something that, made me, that made me change who I am and made me um, uh, uh, become a better person, which helped put my marriage back together. So comedy is the reason that I I have my family under the same roof with and me I, now. And that just like brings tears to my it's, eyes it's when true. you say it's it. Because I know your story. Yeah, and it's true. And I love that because for me, comedy was almost a saving grace for me as yeah. well. Obviously, I had like other things involved that helped save me as a person, but like comedy is my... Uh, it's like what keeps me going. It did for me. Yeah, um, it did for me. And I still love it. And I hate that yeah. I'm at the moment where I can't do it much because of some other life it's things. Stifling. But But I, I loved it. And, yeah. and be, when I first became uh, a comedian um, through that experience, Jeff and I had talked for a long time. So I heard stories of the war oh. like a kid, and, like grandpa telling you stories of see, fighting the Nazis. You know, like I, really, I knew I about it. I hated it. I hated it mostly because like I didn't want to perpetuate it, right. but I kind of had to, but I didn't want to. And so it was kind of like for me, I was like, look, I don't care. Where now, you what did perform. you do? What did you do at the comedy club? What was your Everything. job? Everything. I did okay. accounting. I did marketing. I, I so made, management. You were in management. I was in there, management. Okay. I was booking. Okay. I was um, promoting publicists. Like I was everything. I'm I was so jealous. So happy. To me, that's like the greatest thing ever. To, well, to all these people coming and going and getting to meet. And, that was uh, awesome, and I and miss watch. that. Uh, I miss the industry. Dude, it makes my dick hard just uh, thinking about being dude. able to do that. It's so like I moved from that into corporate okay. jobs and. Uh, I miss comedy, and that's right. why. I, and so now I'm on the performer side. So it's right. Totally so you weren't performing different. then. I wasn't, and okay. that was actually rare because a lot of people, you know, when you go to comedy oh, clubs. Shit, Terry, she's the Diamond Dallas Page of comedy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't, but Terry did. That's why I said it with emphasis, and we will explain. That's yes. A good, okay, that's a good thing. Okay. DDP Yoga Ring a Bell. I have heard of that. Diamond when you said Diamond Dallas, Dallas Page. Page. I'm like, okay, DDP. I, I've Correct. seen that out and about. So um, that, it's a wrestling. I, I just literally just linked those. We two do together. a lot of wrestling references here as wrestling that. fans. Yes. And, and DDP, <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page, um, was a manager, originally a bouncer, and who mm-hmm. got into wrestling by being a bouncer who who had wrestlers come and go. And he he worked at a gym, and wrestlers would come and go. They met, introduced, brought him into the business as a manager. Yes. So he was a a, a player, but not a wrestler specifically then in like his late 30s finally got in the ring and became a wrestler became a huge champion huge icon fans love him not my favorite but i still love and respect the fuck out of him 
got hurt, created his own yoga to get himself better. Oh, now awesome. it's saving lives everywhere. And I've heard that yes. before. Yes, and so that's it's no bullshit. It's a real deal. Awesome. And he's awesome, and there's great documentaries about him doing it. Um, a fantastic one on Netflix about Jake the Snake Roberts and what DDP did for him. And anyway, was, I think... And so, I could be wrong, but I think he was in Chattanooga last night, or Jimmy the Snake was, or there's people Jake like the wrestling. Snake might have been because he, he does. There's tour wrestling people doing Mick stuff. Foley, yeah, and yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, but um, DDP was a manager who turned wrestler and became an icon. Okay. So that you're the DDP. Oh my god, I would love because to become because you're, you're the manager of a comedy club. Yes. Who became a comedian? And I hope so, I become an so icon. So you are the DDP. Of, well, of and the good comedy. thing is, so now I'm on the performer side, uh-huh. and being on the performer like side murders my heart because i see i i respect the process i respect the art i'm i love the art of comedy i'm like it's my life and to see that i was playing any kind of part in stifling that for other people for my own gain Mm. makes me sick to my stomach um so I'm very anti what what I participated in in the past. Although I did try my hardest to to separate the whole like because it was very much like <clears throat> in Tampa, they have two competing clubs. Okay. And so is if you perform at one, you don't perform at the other. Mm. And that's kind of how we treated it in Knoxville. It right. wasn't another club, but it was another outlet, and it was kind of like I had to be. If you want to watch comedy, if you want to do comedy, if anything comedy related has to be at my club okay. is how I had to approach it. And now thinking about that just hurts me because <laughs> I, I was a, a participant. In it, that. It's so weird because I, I, I'm sure it does happen with musicians. And, you know, if I know yeah. back in the 80s, it's you know, with like beast. hair metal, because I've watched a ton of like documentaries like the the decline of Western civilization, etc. Yes. So I know that there were places where like if you play here, you don't play there. Um, and I think that's so crazy because it's like, why would you? I, I kind of get it to a point, but you know, it's like, where do you draw the line? It's like, come on, man. We're, we are all in this together. And that's on some how level. I approach it now. I'm like, we are all in this together. There's like a lot of within comedy itself, it's. It's sad that we have to have this whole like club versus mm. alternative. I see why a person would have it. I choose club versus bar because every of, time because I, of well, viability. Reasons. Oh, see, I've never done club, so I don't know that. Uh, but I, I I've under- done both. I understand why people would choose one or the other personally. You know, if you are a bar why comic you and you like it, well. Um, I, I mean, I, if you like that, what if you like the bar atmosphere? You like the, I, I see like the why you would choose atmosphere. that. I like the bar atmosphere. I like the viability of the club. Because the only way you will really make, and I can't even I say that you'll make it. money. Don't get me wrong. I want to do it. Just never have. Uh, I can't I can't say that you would make money doing clubs. It's very hard to make money doing right. clubs. And I know that just because I've paid people. Right. <laughs> and I know what they make. I know how much they spend to get to places. And, you, and... it takes a, a, a amount of time and effort oh, that I yeah. can't put in full-time it's family. I it's can't a do lot. it. Yeah, it is a lot of, of responsibility. And that's why it's so hard to do it. I wish. But the you good know, thing but... is I know both sides. So for me, like, even if I'm not that funny, mm. what I lack in, in funniness, I make up for in business sense. See, I don't have any of that. And I'm such an asshole. I, don't I have wish any of that. that I was as funny as I am business savvy. Really? Oh, man. I would be a monster. Um, when you start taking on clients at some point, let me know. Cause <laughs> I, I don't know any of that. I was I, funny. I it was funny cause I was asking my girlfriend cause I'm in the process of like building a, um, a database of media outlets for the mm-hmm. different cities I go to so I can reach out to them. You're always and, welcome and here. Write about you me, know that, so. put me on. And uh, I'm like, I wonder how much comics would pay me to do PR for them because I've done it. I know how to do it and I'm so good at it. Uh, 
Dude, for so me, good. I don't know any business sense. I know what it takes. I just don't know how it personally. Like, I know the things that I'm missing. Okay, okay, okay. I don't, I don't know any of that. But I can look and go, I just need somebody to tell me. Here's what I would really like. Honestly, in my comedy career, if mm-hmm. I could do it. Yes, having a wife, kids, full-time job, being poor helps uh, keep me out of the game because I yeah. can't. I can't dedicate the time to travel to be there. I don't have the money. Oh, if so you have the money hard. to support yourself, I get it, That's but I don't. hard to. Or if you're – because what I need to do is jump straight to that – Jerry Seinfeld money. And then I can be like, all right, we're good. That's and then what you can't I want. do that. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> it's a, such a, a pipe dream, but I, that is what I want. <laughs> I had, even if I couldn't be Seinfeld money, if I had somebody who could get me to a point where they go, okay, quit your job. I will tell you when to be, where to be. I'll get it done. I'll take X amount. So all I have to do is a the, manager. Yeah, exactly. That's a what, manager and agent. That's, exactly. That's what I wish somebody could do. Is, is, I know, but I need that because I don't know any of it. <laughs> I have worked with so and many I don't managers have the time. and agents. My God. Um, <laughs> if I could have somebody just go, all right, Denver this week. Yeah. Boom. All right, cool. See, and I'm I'm uh, kind of doing that for other comics right now. Um, I, I bring people with me when I go places depending on who um, – who it is uh, and where I'm going and what kind of show it is. Um, but I'll tell you know, I've reached out to several people and I'm like, Hey, friend request this person, message this person, tell them, you know, I've already told them about you. So all you have to do is follow up with them. And it kills me that there's still people that don't even take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah. like, ah! <laughs> so I, I know you still book shows in yes, Chattanooga yes. and I've, I've come to, to do one of your shows re, uh, for Halloween, which was a blast. Uh, yes. Got that to do was Blackjack awesome. Cadillac. That was a lot of fun. Um, and so that's something I, w- I wanted to talk to you about. So while we're on this level, we'll kind of kick a, a little here. So I know there's the, no money books me. I don't ever get booked. And so most of the time when you see that. And that's I'm in, your fault. Exactly. And most 100% of the time when you see that, fault. I see people who are not participating in life and waiting to be conscripted in. Yes. And it's not going to happen. And comedy is not the place for no. you in that. Um, and so for me, half of that is me. Because I, I do think there is a level where people think enough of you to call you when they need somebody. Which and there's some of that going on. That's yes. super flattering. And But that is so rare. Because yeah. um, you, you're kind of like, they have to either see you which means they have to come to a show of yours, uh, which is, you know, if you're performing, if you're trying to get into other cities, right. the likelihood of another booker from another city seeing you is few and far between. So right. then you're relying on word of mouth, which is even harder because every comic is out for themselves. So why are they going to tell them about somebody else? Right. Uh, so, I mean, and this is, I have a guy that I've been working with and I tell him, I'm like, well, this is what you have to do. You have to, you know, this person said to contact Every scene them, has one. You have to email that person. You have to get in touch and it makes him sick to his stomach to even think about doing that. And that's where I'm just like, I don't care. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll email people and have them ignore me. I don't care. Yeah. I know how it works. <laughs> See, that's what I, I wish. Honestly, if I could, if I could have somebody do that, I would be more willing to dive in a little further head first. Um, and, and, and get to that point. So I wish I did have that. Um, uh, I think, and, I, I, and it's sad because I see so many talented people. Right. And it kills me when they don't have the drive to do the business side themselves. So I'll help. I'll help. Yeah. But I can only do so much. I think if I had more knowledge, I would have more drive. And I think it. a lot yeah. of that, too. Because when they ask me, they're like, how are you doing this? And I'm like, literally, I'm scouring Facebook here's, stalking people. <laughs> here's the irony of this. It just occurred to me. We've talked about this before. Um, and I think you will understand this, too, even on a club. But on a bar, this probably is a little more. Um, 
everybody thinks about stand-up comedy and wonders, you know, like, oh, God, I wish I could do that. For me, it was a lifelong dream. I mm-hmm. always wanted to do it. I never wanted to do it. Oh, for me, it was a lifelong dream. As a five-year-old watching George Carlin when I shouldn't have been watching George Carlin with my mom, loving it, um, I, I wanted to do it all my life. I've been writing bits in my head all my life. That's amazing. But here's the thing. Um, people don't know how to do it. They it's don't. Hard. Re- but here's the thing. It's not when you think, okay, well, how do I do it? Go to an open mic. Put your name on a list and do it. That's the hard part. See, I don't think that is. Uh, I think knowing that that's all it takes is the hardest part. I Because most people, are. it's like becoming a mason. They're like, it's a secret society. How do you join? And it's like, here's well, how you join. You let somebody know you yes, want to. Yes, and I agree with that. I think a lot of people misunderstand that, like, the the ease of being able to get on stage, you know? Like, it's hard to do. Don't get me wrong. It's a hard but, job. But as far as, like, the physical act of getting on stage, <laughs> when See, you've never done it before. I didn't do that. I was a, a band. I had been in music. So you had I had done edge. theater. I, rec- I always recall. Yes. I was a theater geek. I had been playing in a, a three-piece stoner rock band in yeah. Nashville. So I'm a I, ham. I, me so too. So for me, it's like. And so for me, I always equate it when I started comedy. And plus, I was in my late 30s. Um, it was like kids who from go from the ROTC into the Army. You start a couple ranks up because you're like, I know some of these skills. Yeah. I'll translate them well. Yes. So I don't know that feeling. But the hardest part for me was, wait, I show up, I write my name down, that's it. And I don't think people know that. I think the booking aspect is the same thing. People are like, wait, I just Reach let people know. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the same. And I, But I think what, what hampers a lot of people is they concentrate too much on the rejection part. They're so worried about the rejection. And I'm like, same as signing have, up and getting up the first yeah, time. Yeah. I've never had anybody say no to me, but I have had uh, so far three people are um, actively ignoring me. Oh, and nice. like I can see because it's all done on Facebook now. So you can see when they see the message. Oh, that's true. That's true. And so right. I know that they saw it. Right. Um, Cause I'll email them and say like, what do I need to do? They're like, send a video. And so I send my video and then I hear nothing and I follow up. Hey, did you to, get that video? Yeah, I'm like, just, you know, hey, I'm going to bug you. Just want to check, make sure you got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, because I know they saw it. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they actually watched it, but I'm just, you know, because I know people got shit going on. Yeah. They're busy. See, I'm always, I'm such a, for, for the extrovert that I am, the Gemini also has an introvert side that's afraid to bother people. I'm such a, I'm such a girl. And it's like, that's a hey, lot of people um, have that problem. Yeah, I don't. And so I, I, I'm good at talking to people if they help initiate to a small degree. Yes. Like I'm cool throwing myself out there. I'm cool throwing myself out there. Which is the hard part. But what I need is somebody to respond. Yeah. And then I struggle. And that's why I, I was a shitty dater. Same concept yeah. as applies there. I was sucky yeah. at it. Cause for me, I'm not good looking. I mean, I'm not like some chud uh, under, under, you know, sewer dead. dwelling. I get it. I'm yeah. in the middle. I, you know, I'm not some carved marble Adonis either. I'm okay. That's you never been, somebody. that's never, yeah. And I'm cool with that. You know, I, and I, <laughs> I realize that we all have different things, but I, I you've got to be, look, that's not me. So I have to make up in personality and humor. Yeah, that's just who I am. Yes. Right. And I'm cool with that. And you I'm have cool, that in I'm space. cool with that. Yes. And I always played that well. And there were girls who out there who would find that funny. And so that's how I did all my dating. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Nobody has ever looked across the room and went, oh. You don't know that, dude. You, I, there, uh, no, you do not know that. I feel like a slip and slide down here. You oh, know, there is porn happen. for everybody. There's a man for everybody. There's a woman for everybody. There's somebody oh. for everybody. And there is somebody who I thinks don't doubt that, that you are just dripping sex. I don't doubt that. But even those people see the humor as well. Oh, yeah. And so well, without that. And honestly, for me, humor is a big part of your attractiveness. Oh, me too. You know me what I mean? Too. Like, And I'm not saying you're an attractive <coughs> human being because of your physical looks. 
And I'm not saying that you're not. There's combos. Everybody has their combo. Yeah. I like this look, this personality, yes. this dress I mean, style. You've seen Everybody some of the has that. that I've dated. Obviously, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. They're oh, not yeah. important to me. And, well, I so for me, I'm honest about it. I mm. like unconventional looks. I prefer okay. I prefer a chubby girl with a little buck tooth. You know, I'm cool with that. I okay. like that. So I, I my wife is a big girl. Because you don't like, get to look at that every day. Um, I do because I watch a lot of porn, and that's what well, I go for. But okay. um, and and I'm married to uh, to to a chubby girl with a little buck tooth. I like that. So I prefer um, you know, unconventional. I still like model beautiful when it's the type of model beautiful. I like. Yeah. Um, I think everybody has an ability to go, that's smoking hot. It's not what I would pick, but it's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. Um, like you can respect it yes. for what it is, but it's just not your. Not thing. being um, gay or bisexual. I'm not attracted to men, but I see men and go, oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, oh, I get yeah. it. And so for me, with women, um, is what I like. I like, um, you know, a very specific. We all have a type, but I still see outside the type that I'm excited about. Um, but for me, I like a chubby, pale redhead. That's okay, my thing. That's man, my that's thing. why I'm here. That's it's not. It's <laughs> that's why you've been waiting. <laughs> it's definitely not off the list. But but if you've met my wife or yes, seen pictures of her, she is a chubby, pale redhead. That's yes. what I like, you know. Um, and I do still see a thin blonde black women or you know whatever Mexican women. I go, not my type, but that's beautiful. Yeah, you it's see beautiful. the Beyonce or yeah, the Kelly like, Rollins or. I you know, feel like a lot of time I say it's not my type only because I feel like I would not be their type. <laughs> I agree. Because it is your type if you think it's attractive. <laughs> if you think it's attractive, then it's your type. <coughs> Hang on, this rum has got me going. Such a I'm not a drinker. <coughs> I'm not a drinker. I know you have a water bag for it. <laughs> I do. I'm a wiener. <coughs> but I brought a little of the Sailor Jerry's to share, and it is good, but it is strong. <laughs> My wife again loves the straight whiskey and things. She's yeah. a, she drinks oh, it all the time. Sarah is. Um, I'm a wine beer guy usually. My lady is a beer um, liquor. Um, I'm a beer wine guy. Yeah. That's what I prefer. I like beer. Well, I don't even like beer. I like ciders. I like cider. I I'm, love ciders. I'm doing a cider place in Johnson City coming the up next Gypsy month. The Gypsy Circus. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. absolutely phenomenal. Awesome. It's put on by Beth Tompkins. Love she runs it. True Great Comedy on Instagram at Safe Kicker Media, and she. Oh, my God. That woman can produce a show, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I've worked for Beth several times. She's awesome. I've done um, a cup. I've done Gypsy Cider. I've not yet. I'm excited. Do they <sighs> only serve cider? Yeah. Okay, that's all. No well, beer. Well, you know what? Actually, I take that back because they did have some taps from other breweries, local okay. breweries, that were not ciders, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I do cider. So I spent... I like cider. I'm not opposed. Everything I made on that show and then some <laughs> I spent on... Nice. Uh, growlers and I will it was phenomenal. Uh, I will enjoy that. And Beth puts on a great show. So if Beth, uh, if to me, if Beth says, "Hey, I got a show. Do you want it?" I don't question you 100% it. One hundred percent yes. Yeah. I mean, I'll say yes uh, to generally every show. I've been in some crappy shows, but I say yes because I want the exposure. I need the practice. Yeah. I want the exposure. Me too. Me too. Everything. If I can, I will. And usually, um, again, I, I, I. I try to work with anybody and everybody, so not being part of a clique necessarily helps me. Yes, um, and I do that too because I, I work I tend for a club to be and the alt for everybody in, a, yeah. in, in every clique. And I'll do whatever um, I have to do to be on that stage. Like I've got that club doesn't like it when I say pussy. Really? Um, and I say oh, that see, a lot. I'm super vulgar. Yeah. Okay. See, okay. So and I'm vulgar. Me too. And I'm vulgar, and, and it makes him nervous when I say pussy. He doesn't like it when I talk about eating pussy. Uh, and it, it's not to say that's a huge focus in my set, but fuck, you know, I'm a fucking woman. I got to talk about what I know, and I know my pussy. Okay. 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 Th um, I'm so glad. This was actually 
one of the topics I was going to bring up. <laughs> I bet. Not your pussy, per but se. But just pussy in general. Um, no, no, no. Sexuality and comedy. Mm, mm-hmm. Something I don't use because, again, I don't consider that part of my um, allure in any way. And I'm okay with that. Again, I, I just don't, I don't lean into it. I am a sexual person. And that's cool. I, I am I, too, but privately. And again, not I judgmental. I radiate sexuality. And I've, I've come to accept that. It's funny because when... Um, when I was married, I didn't feel that way. You know, like I don't I don't have great self-esteem, but right. for some reason I can accept the fact that people think of me as sexual. I find you attractive and again not, and I not love a, that. Not a threat, not a not a <laughs> no, hit on. And I, I get mean, that. Even as a married man and who's I very secure that. to my wife, I can still look and go, Would I if I coulda? Hell yeah. yeah. And so again, as the greatest compliment a dude can give somebody yes. and I think a woman's the same way, if this is what you feel. It's okay to think, and in this case, because you're open about it, if I coulda, oh, woulda, hell yeah. And I love that. And and I would too. That's so, all I want is to be wanted. And I think that's great. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, but I don't have that, so I don't lean into it. I lean into my, my kind of redneck side, who is still who I am, but that's what I lean that into. bottom girls, right? Right. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Man, I was, and I've got bottoms and spades. Um, and so I lean into <laughs> the redneck side of me for mm-hmm. comedy. You do lean into sexuality. And I wanted I to talk to you about that, because yeah. again, that not being something I use, but a lot of comedy. Comics do, and I've seen a ton of that. And I kind of catch some flack about that. I catch flack about using sexuality in comedy, and I... I'm on the fence about it because like when I when I do the comedy club, mm-hmm. it's very much like he understands that I'm sexual. My comedy is very sexual. I talk right. about sex. You gotta write about what you know. Exactly. And I'm not trying to say I'm a whore, but um <coughs> Nothing I've, wrong. I've done some things. Um, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I'm a very sexual person. Like I, I, I want it, but I'm married, so mostly it's just me in the bathroom, and I'm cool with that to a degree. Uh, but no, my, my wife is awesome. Which is I like. Please take my wife. Please joke. So yeah. I, I don't expose my private life. That's just me I, in that and, way. And that's got me I in the trouble. I am you. a person who loves sex, and I love you know. Again, when somebody tells like a, a show that has a sexual moment, mm-hmm. I enjoy watching it yeah. and thinking about it and having it. And so when a, a comic. Um, male or female, but it's not as often in male. You don't see it in guy comics. No, that's that's something you well, see it in guy rock stars. Because guys see it. don't really talk about sex like women mm, do. No, no, we don't. But and it's different. Guy, a, a sexy guy tends not to be a funny guy. Mm. But any woman who does it right can play it perfectly. A guy yes. just certain guys can't play it. Yeah, and it's just like, but any almost any girl could if she had the like any body type for a girl uh, can yeah, play sex it. Sex for a woman is easy. Yes, it is. It's it super is. Easy and because... that's the funny thing. We've we've made that judgment that women have to be sexy or they're worthless yeah, for in society. And, that's sad. and so now women go, fuck it, I'm gonna own it. And and men are just and like, I wait, do own but it. I was where they spell you do, and that's oh, what I mean. I own it and, all and, over. And the people that were like, wait. Can you do that? We weren't trying to, and you're like, fuck it, it's out. It so is I out. love it. I love it, but I can't do it. Um, and a lot of people can't do it, but you do it excellent. And Thank I was going to ask you about do you take shit from it? And I think oh, that's I what, do, 100%. So, I know that there's um, like women in comedy. There are women in comedy that judge me because I talk about sex a lot, a lot. And it's, I'm not going to lie, it's like a foundation of my set, but that's just who I am as a person. And you have to write what you know, and that's my experience. It's what I know, it's what I. Uh, I have um, issues with sexuality. Um, 
And that's how I work through my issues. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. for anybody to get down on me for that, boo on them because we're all doing the same thing. Oh, I agree. Um, Everybody has something you lean into. Yeah. You take an angry guy like a Bill Burr, he leans yeah. into the anger. And you take me, I go just, redneck. You it's take easy a, for me. Bob Goldwaith, he leans into the psychotic. Yeah. Uh, so leaning into sex is great if you can do it. I, I can't. I admire anybody who can. Um, I uh, well, but it makes it difficult because I know, and I know this from the business side of comedy, that it's really hard to sell uh, when you're dirty. Is it being clean okay. is such a golden ticket in comedy? <clears throat> okay. uh, you can make so much money being clean, and I know that. And that that's the the worst. That's like my can you do puzzle. It? That's my enigma. Is can I be clean? Yeah. Sure. I could write clean comedy. Does that make me happy? No. No. See, that's me. Because um, that's not me. I'm not that way either. I speak fucking filth and flarth and retard and yes. I, I say stupid shit. I say bad right? things. But for me, luckily, <laughs> the one thing I can say is if I have to, and I, I, I still want to at least do like PG-13 at mm -hmm. best, for me, it's not content because I don't lean into sexuality, it's language. Yes. So I can cut every fuck to freak, every and that shit to shoot. Is, so I can do yes. that. Yes. And go, that's what I, I'm what learning the to frick do. Is this son of a this yeah. sack of suit. And that's so I I'm trying that. I'm learning to <clears throat> write I don't like it. I don't like it. So but I don't I have to lean on the language as much. And so when I went to I recently did a week long um thing at a comedy club. Cool. In Chattanooga. So uh, I've been hosting there nice. and the owner, super nice guy. I like working with him, but he is he doesn't like my language. That pisses me off so and bad. I can see it both ways though, because I've done the business side. Yeah. So I get I understand his want for me to kind of clean it up but as the artist i'm just like yeah. oh, you know that's my fucking art dude and you're just shitting on it yeah. but that's fine i cannot say pussy i can yeah. do this so i went in there and i was ready to do um a clean set nice and i say clean i say tv clean i mean like you right, could play it right. on a night show. you could probably get away with the shit. tonight show you could be like what is this shit you know and i didn't curse at all but you could get away with maybe that i didn't curse at all the the content would make it more pg-13 okay. than g-rated even PG-13 um, movies get one fuck. Yeah. Uh. Mm. <laughs> so I can I can tailor it. Right. And for me, I think that's important. Like, Because not, not, not all your material is sexual. Right. No, it's not. So, it's not. It's about my experience as a woman in general, right. um, which I experience. I think my experience as a woman is different than most women because I don't. I don't want to say I don't view myself as a woman. I'm a fucking woman. I got lady parts. <laughs> And I'm going to use them to my advantage, right. but I don't base myself as a person on whether I'm a man or a woman. I'm just right. a person. Who happens to be. Who happens to be a woman. Right. So my experience, I don't take everything as like misogyny. And I, I recognize misogyny mm. and stuff like that. But for me, it's, I don't let it affect because I'm just a person. So, again, that's something I know... Um, it is one of those things where there is guaranteed to be bullshit you've put up with that I have never put so up with. Much. So as a woman comic versus a woman booker, which has more bullshit with it? A woman comic. Woman comic. Mm -hmm. um, and I and I, I have not had the same experience as most women comics because um, I, I have not had somebody tell me this yet. Knock on wood. I'm sure that I will. But you're funny for a woman. Mm. Is like a backhanded compliment. Right, right, right. Uh, I've not had that said to me. I'm sure I will at some point. Um but, you know, and women in comedy, they get solicited 
Right. You know, like I'll put you on this show if right. you bore I, me I type guess thing. It, yeah. But uh, I've never been solicited. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I but I also I don't approach it as like I'm this damsel in distress. It's like my name's Bridget Martin. I'm a funny fucking comic. This is what I want. This is what we're gonna do. Like I'm very powerful, and I, agree. I think that's I agree. intimidating. You have an intense personality, which is uh, again something, and but I tend I love to, it. and I love. That's why again, like recognizes like, and I think that's why I've been so drawn to you as a comic and a person since the first time I ever met yeah. you, and, and really ex- got exposed to who you were, and so um, that's why uh, I, I admire you so much because um, you do again things and have done things I've always wanted to do. It's like it's a few times I've had like a, a pro wrestler uh, or people that have done some pro wrestling on the show and it's like, God, you do what I wanted to. Yeah. And so you do getting to work that club and see these people come in and out and, and get, so I, I think that's awesome. You know, and, and then getting the to do it yourself. So gratifying. I bet. I've so just never done gratifying. it. I've never. When the club, by the time I came into the, the okay, so to go back earlier, yes. by the time I came in, the, the war was winding down. Yes. The club here closed, but um, I had never been because I got brought in by the bar comedy yeah, people. Yeah, so you were kind of like I, on yeah, that Yeah, I was conscripted from yeah. those people, so I got in. And, and I, I just wasn't sure about because for people that don't know, some comedy clubs like this one in town, you had to pay to get on the open mic. Mm-hmm. Now, before everybody pulls up, what the fuck? You also did get food and drink for your money. So you did actually get something. So it was basically like, hey, if you're yeah. gonna be here, we want. We're just you know, trying to keep our doors open. I get it, and that's and what. So that, it's not honestly, bad. You get something for your money. They harped on that so much, <coughs> and know. it made me so I mad know. because it. That's when I realized that those were the people that didn't understand the business. I do understand business, and it's like it was not fr- that space was not free. I that know. space was not nope. cheap. <laughs> like when I worked it retail, a lot of money to run a business. Working retail, I I did the buying and selling of video game systems for a long time and cell phones and stuff and people mm-hmm. would shit a brick and go I can't believe you're giving me this and it's like here's the thing dude what you think you would sell it for that's what I'm gonna sell it for yeah. so if I buy it from you for that I can't keep the lights on right. I'm out of job this is how this, do you want me to have this yeah. magazine and the new game for you for and me to be here and people see, don't get it if, if it wasn't pay to play which right. is what it's called I know you pay to play if it wasn't that then it was you had to bring people to get on stage right the bringer Somebody right. has to pay for the space. I, I, I and agree. so that was the most frustrating part because they harped on that so much. And I'm like, I understand there are other beefs. I totally understand them. I get that. But that part of it to me was just like, y'all just don't understand business. See, and I do, but I just wasn't ready for that. I was like, you know, I'm not at a level, I, I, I'm not at a level I'm willing to put money on this Which gamble is understandable. yet. But I finally got to it at one point. I was mm-hmm. ready. You did. I went to, um, the, I, I actually only went one time. I went to see Josh Blue there, who was fantastic. First time I, and the only time I ever went. Um, so I got to see the open mic and I saw how it worked. I was excited. I finally signed up. I paid my money. Um, and uh, wait, I think I was ready to pay. I might have paid up front, but I signed up, and that's the week it closed. <sighs> yeah, so I never got to go. So I, I, I got I got that close and got uh, a, a dick joke blocked uh, by the closing of the club, <laughs> and I never got to go on. But I did get to go attend one, uh, uh, and I got to. It's to such be there. a beautiful I experience. It. I, I was um, so so enamored, so kid in candy it's shop. So awesome yeah. to me. It's like the pinnacle of what comedy is. Is just because, and here is where. This is what really uh, gets me going about club versus alternative scene. Like, I can respect both. I get it. But in a club, people are there 
to watch yes. you. Yes. You have their attention fully. Yes. Last night I did a show at a, a brewery here in town, mm-hmm. uh, Last Days of Autumn. Great. I've done it before. Awesome. Okay. Awesome Amazing beer, space. awesome staff. Yeah. Amazing space. There were seats towards the front, towards the back. It was standing yep. room only. That yep. place was packed. Uh, I was waiting to go on stage. I'm in the back waiting in line for a drink, and people are just talking because they're not invested in the show. I agree. You know, and I yep. think that so detracts hard. from the experience. It's a different kind of experience. People didn't come for that. They didn't. So they're just like, But they oh. kind of did, which was the weird part. Yeah, but, but some people free, may just go, hey, you know we I go mean? every, you know, let's go pull up to this bar. Yeah. And, oh, it's comedy night here. We Whatever. just came for the bar. Yeah. You know, sometimes you go places to bars and the TV is still on. Yep. They're not invested no. in the Music's experience. Music's still playing. Yeah. But people paid money, drove out of the way to go to a club. They dress They know up, what they're for. It's yes. date night. It's, you know, want it so bad. of that experience in a person's life. Want it. Dude, it's amazing. Yeah, and I, nothing makes it feel better than when you kill on that crowd. Okay. So let me ask this. Not having done it, but having dreams of it, like, you know, masturbatory so fancies it. of it. It's so, so here's worth my it. question. Because of that, and I have done it to now I have done paid comedy shows not at a bar. Mm-hmm. Um uh, there's a venue here, the Grove Theater in yes. in Oak Ridge. You've been there. You've yep, just Danny there. Whitson, Danny Whitson, who's a friend of the show, amazing. That is the closest to club I have done because it is not a bar Dedicated. that people randomly walked into. It is a venue that opened its doors for that night, yes. sold tickets, people came. For that's comedy. the closest I've came. Mm-hmm. And so I've got a taste of it. And I right? will say, theater shows, that's a theater show. Yep. It's just like going to it, a comedy club. Okay. But it's it still is different, different, but it's it kissing cousins. It's but kissing it's, cousins. Oh, it is so kissing. For people that have never had a true that shepherd. That might be a just a tip cousin. For people that have never had just a tip cousin. <laughs> that beat that beats my shepherd's pie cottage pie <laughs> reference, which I don't know if you're going to get that one or not. Uh, anybody cooking? Nobody? Mm-hmm, anybody? Mm-hmm, shepherd's mm-hmm. pie. I is, love it. It's a pie. Shepherd's pie is made with <laughs> lamb. And for people that have never had that, they usually had cottage pie, which is the same thing made with ground beef. So if you had shepherd's pie in a cafeteria as a kid, it's actually cottage pie. Yeah. It's made with beef, not lamb. lamb. So again, you went to private school. Again, um, theater is the cottage pie to the comedy club's cake. But I like just the tip cousin better. We're going to yeah, go with that. Just the tip cousin. So having got at least that close, I... is, is a comedy club easier because people are focused Ugh. or harder because people are focused? Harder. Harder. Yeah, because you're not they're they're listening to the setup and the punchline. They're not just catching See, part I of it, they're easier. catching all of it. To me that sounds easy. Well, and that it, it is if you're a good writer. <laughs> I'm a storyteller. And so I have yeah, a long If you're a setup. punctuated storyteller, yeah. then yes, yeah, so, you know, you better be a good storyteller because they're listening. Um, I'd like to think so. But you know, also, I'm my own biggest fan. But I'd like to they, think so. The the harder part actually is more that <sighs> it's a it's a mainstream comedy audience, which is different than what's going to go to your alternative bar show. So less edge lord, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's less edgy. They're more less they, obscure references. Yeah, because they're. I don't want to say it's not simpletons, but it's like mainstream. Mainstream. It's common denominator. The populace. The pop. You have to appeal to right. the common. I think I could do that. Thought. Again, I'm just being arrogant, you know, so but I think have, I could do that. So, like, if you're doing like political humor, it's very no. polarizing. No. You got it. And, and I hated telling people that at the club. I'm like. <laughs> you know, you don't want to do anything religion or politics yeah. because it's polarizing. Exactly. Well, you're that's trying the thing. to appeal to the majority when you do a club. So, and so if you can make people laugh, then you know, regardless of what you're talking about. Like I talk about abortion and still get mm-hmm. laughs. 
That's really? awesome. Yeah. Because at a mainstream comedy club, you know, you got a lot of those people in Chattanooga oh, are, uh, you know, probably, you know, anti-abortion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if oh, I yeah. can make somebody laugh about abortion that doesn't support it. So I've always been <laughs> tr- amazing. funny trumps everything. Yes. So, again, for people that have listened to the show, I don't talk about it in comedy, but I'm a right-wing conservative Christian in general. Those are my beliefs. I don't are you push- serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I but, thought that was a joke. No, no. That's no. so surprising to so, me. But you the, do it so well. Well, thank you. And that's it. I'm not an asshole. Oh my god. I I, I believe what I believe, and you're entitled to do the Holy same. Shit. And I don't hate you for whatever different you may have. Um, I'm respectful if we want to talk about it in an open subject for you're some like reason. You're like a golden ticket. I know I'm a I'm unicorn. A um, I don't push <laughs> it on people. I don't expect you to understand. I expect you to respect because I yeah. offer respect. Oh, of course. Um, if it's discussed, I will discuss it. I'm open about it, but I don't push it on people. That's where most people become dicks um, with anything, whether it's, again, politics, religion, Xbox, whatever. They're you so never... decided, and, and it's hard to have open dialogue yeah, with somebody who's yeah. already like, you're not going to change my mind. No. And I think that's one thing I will say I like about myself is when I have arguments with people, I legitimately consider yeah. their response. I want to hear something different. Because I'm only going by what I know. I still learn and I still go, wow, yeah. that's different. I never thought about and it that so, way. It's so hard to find but people like that. It is. And so for, I'm just, wow, for you me, my mind right uh, Very token in comedy. Because mm-hmm. most comedians, to be honest, and this is no crack, most of my friends are left-wing, liberal, leaning uh, yeah, atheists. most comedians are. And I, I understand <laughs> and accept that. And I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't expect you to believe what I believe I don't but I still want to hear what you have to say I open a platform um, for here for anybody to discuss whatever but I don't discuss it in comedy because number one I'm aware that I'm the enemy in that environment I get it um, I'm not offended when you do here's the deal if you're just trying to be edge lord I'm offended as a comedian that you shit on it um, yes. But as a Republican, uh, not even a Republican, because I'm conservative. I vote Republican because that's the closest to are, true conservatives. Yeah, but I'm a true conservative. And in the, the, the true nature of conservatism and the true nature of Jesus, I don't give a fuck what you do. I love you because you who you is. Um, and, Which is awesome of you. Like, yeah. I'm serious. You're like such a... Uh, rarity in yeah. this world. I believe in paying taxes. I believe in personal liberty. I believe in, you know, those are my things. Yeah. I, I believe in freedom. I, like, you know, I believe I, in still some um, um, order of, of structure. Okay. Um, I believe in work hard. If you don't, fucking you fall behind. It should be Do you have way. a legitimate reason not to work hard? Let's talk. Oh, you have cerebral palsy and can't work. Cool. Society should help you out in many ways that it's not going to help just the girl who's too depressed to go to work. Get your fat ass up off the couch. Go get it. A job of some I form do. and participate <laughs> right and that's who i am but i'm not a complete dickhead you want to fuck somebody who's not conventionally who you're supposed to set up by society to fuck i don't care fuck them that's not right. my business right you want to do whatever you want to do but don't you're give gonna a shit. live your life according to your yes. morals and so i expect everybody to do the same but i don't talk about it in comedy because one i know i'm the token i know it's not what most um i become the enemy Right. Um, and Which I'm okay sad. with that. And I'm okay. That's I don't bother sad, it. Though. But here's the thing it's just not what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it. But if, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but if you want to make a Jesus joke or a Republican joke or whatever, if it's funny, I'm going to laugh. It's funny. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I lost a daughter. If you make a dead baby joke, I'm not offended if the joke is funny. If it's not, I'm offended as a comedian because you wrote a shitty joke. Right. But you understand that it's separate from your life experience. Compartmentalization. Oh, That's completely. awesome. And yeah. I, 
I, I hate that more people can't be like that. Mm-hmm. It's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Oh, I completely um, agree. Because I laugh at because funny. Because the, the nuts on the other side are just as bad to me. You yeah, know, I, I mean, the way you look at, um, I guess, the, the think whatever the the worst right wing conservative Christian um, image from TV, the person you hate the most, whatever you think that is. Um, I have my Rachel Matt Rachel Maddow too. So like, I mean, like that's ours. <laughs> we have ours. Um, and as somebody who's not that person. Um, uh, on on my own side, it's like, oh, you bastards! You make us all look dumb. You make us all look. And, and people are like, well, the Bible says, and it's like, hey, do you worship a God or do you worship a book? You worship Barnes and Noble or G- like Jesus? And every group like, has it's just that. a book. Every yeah, we all do. Has we a have person a person who we makes you look dumb. Yeah, and Indians I, have a group that. Oh my have, God, <laughs> yeah. Make us look dumb. <laughs> yeah, and now and, and and so we we all do. Um, but it's so funny that um. When people uh, uh, do go out there and try on either side to make these, because um, I've seen um, a mostly liberal crowd still shoot down a Donald Trump joke if it's stupid. Yeah. And so you don't get that often. Um, but yeah, I don't go, it's not my thing. It's not the type of humor I have. I don't make well, that kind good. of joke. Um, but um, I, I, I've tried with a little here and there. Um, never with a religion so much because that's real personal. Yeah, and so that's and that's what it should be. Religion right? is a personal should experience. Be. Yeah, yeah. And it, it drives me um, nuts that. And so I, I think so no, I think mine's personal. I keep it to myself. I don't I don't hide discussing it, but I don't wave it in people's face because it's it's very deeply personal. Much like the the death of my daughter. Yeah, I don't hide from it. I don't run from it. It's a fact. Yeah. it's part of me. It's a brick in the wall that made me who I am. But I don't walk in and go, "Hi, my name's Lance." I tell you, I have a dead daughter. Hey, how's it going? Those are the worst yeah. people. Oh, totally with anything. because you know, that's all hey. you ever think of them. Hi, my name is so and so. I love Xbox. Hi, my name is so and so. I love frisbee golf. Hi, my name is so and so. I love Jesus. You're all the same asshole to me hi my name um, is bridget i do comedy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm that one mm, but <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, uh, I want to know more about people and then if you have you, something i don't decide agree with how you address yeah. them you know um, but as long as we can be cool we're cool and um i, I don't hate religious or anti-religious or politic it's just not me Mm-mm. like i love trey crowder love him to death wonderful human being uh, he's doing his political thing he believes in it great it works um, it's just not me. It isn't. And but I don't, I do don't the like mom political and, I don't humor. do the wife and kid jokes much like, either. I can't relate to no. it. I need to be able to relate to it. Yes. And I can appreciate it for what it is, but I have to be able to relate to it. And, the, yes. and like political humor, religious humor generally. I mean, there's some things where I'm like, yeah, that's okay. But I don't. It doesn't affect my life. I'm a, my again, huge part of my life. My wife and my kids. I love them. They're the reason I live and breathe. Um, but... I don't really do a lot of you wife don't. and kid jokes. No, you I do don't. some. Which, and, um, but if you follow you on social media, <clears throat> like you talk about your kids and your yeah, wife a lot. Yeah, but like on stage, I do a very, very little. Um, I dabble, but I'm not the, um, you know, the, the what people think of as the wife and kid joke comedian because there's a lot of that. And again, it works for them and that's fine. Um, I love, are, are you familiar with Chad Daniels? Yes. I love Chad. Do you know Chad Daniels? I'm familiar with him. I don't think I've met him. Okay. I, I, we're friends on Facebook. I'm a huge fan. Um, I always talk, people talk about their favorite comic. They go, who's your favorite comic? And I say, everybody has a, a holy trinity. Yeah. Um, so I have a holy trinity of comics. What's your holy trinity? Um, for me, it's George Carlin. Okay. The very first my mother ever introduced me to. Um, uh, Greg Giraldo. Um, absolutely huge influence. Love it. And Chad Daniels. That's my holy trinity. Chad being the only one still alive. Um, uh, <laughs> our rest in peace, everybody else. But I discovered Chad through my Greg Giraldo Pandora. Never heard of him. Just came on. Um, peed myself laughing. Funny. It was just the funniest thing. And he takes this very dark, twisted take on wife and kid jokes. 
Um, and I, I just thought it was brilliant. And so I try to do that approach if I can. Um, it's just this very dark, twisted, like, um, uh, I'm not stealing Chad's bit. I'm just, the, the bit is, 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 he opens one of his bits like, um, two weeks ago, I went golfing and beat, finally beat my wife. Those are two separate things. <laughs> and it just, See, and like, there I love are it. people whose, like, pants would dry up. Oh, my God. Because of that statement, you know? But, like... I can appreciate if do I agree with people beating their wives? No, but no. I like dark humor. But that's fucking funny. Yes, you yes, know, like yes. it's hilarious. To me, that's what like drives me nuts about comedy is that people are just they want to polarize everything, and it's like, just, I hate it. It's I hate so, it. Let's just be um, free. If you if you're not familiar with Chad's work, um, I'll definitely have to look check it up because I I was looking at him while you were talking about him, and I'm like, okay, I know the name. Brilliant. Didn't know um, who he was. Uh, absolutely brilliant, but it's very dark, very twisted. But he has this skill that I admire, and you as a comedy. I will say connoisseur from all sides mm. because much like um, the wrestling business, there are people that watch that think it's fake and there are people that watch that know what's really going on and yeah. enjoy the whole show. You are that mark. You yes. enjoy the whole show. So Chad does this thing and I don't do a lot of crowd work. You play the crowd a little. I, do. I don't. I'm I not do. a crowd. I love it. Um, but Chad <laughs> does this thing that I absolutely worship where he does crowd work but it's wrote into the bit and you can tell like he does a joke like that or he does a joke about like and Jesus it's funny because like as a comedian I, you can recognize uh, it I wish I could do it yes you can recognize it when yes. you see that I, happen I, I like, wish I could do scripted. it but he, he's like he'll come in and he's like oh do you hear what's happening right now half the audience you're thinking mm-hmm, uh-huh I see what you're thinking no see hear those boos and he's ready for it the joke is perfect but he's just got it mastered I love it but he he does this again twisted thing on the wife and kids I absolutely adore. I think it's one of the most brilliant things ever. And so um, I try to take that approach when I do take that mm -hmm. aspect, even though that is a very big part of my life. I just, I, I like more of a, just a random pop culture shit, this, that, Which and the other. Which is cool too, because yeah. that appeals to a lot of people. And honestly, when you're talking about trying to do club stuff, that makes you more relevant. Would it? Okay. Because you're appealing to the common denominator. Uh, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. Just if you think about mainstream comedy mm -hmm. audiences, pop culture is a huge thing. Well, you've again, we've worked together a couple of times. Uh, my, my main closer has for the last little while has been a, a Star Wars reference. Yeah. And it kills typically everywhere because everybody relates. Star Trek. Every, yeah, fucking shut the <laughs> fuck up. But no, in all fairness, I do have uh, the part about that. But... Much like the take my wife please jokes, I I I recognize Star Trek fans and what they are. It's just not my bag. Um, and you, you were the same people. It's your fandom, and that is told in the joke that we are really the same people. You just chose yours. I chose mine. Sports nerds, you're yeah, the we're same. Nerds. You're nerds. At people the end of that the are day. the the jock people that should hate us and whatnot. You're sports nerds. I chose this. You she chose that. You chose this. Um, so I I like the rivalry humor more than I like the actual rivalry. So. I think that's that the makes best sense. part. Yeah. I like that. Rivalry yeah. humor is fun. Again, yeah, that's yeah. why I love my wife. I love take my wife please jokes. Yeah. Right? And it's not saying I hate my wife. I just think the jokes are funny. Yeah. I love feigned, uh, feigned Dude, disgust. I love, like, there's a guy out of uh, Alabama, Kyle Miner. Name black, rings a bell. Don't know him, but the name rings a bell. Black gentleman. Okay. He, because oh, you're in the Deadbeats of Comedy, right? Correct. So do correct. you know Kurt Miller? Kurt Keller. Kurt Keller. Oh, Kurt. Kurt. <laughs> All right. Stop for a moment. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Terry, do you know Kurt? No, no. Stop. Okay, okay. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. Kurt Keller, our very first number one fan here on Deadbeat Radio. We have loved, we have had him as a guest. He was the first <laughs> Skyped guest. Kurt is my brother from another mother. I love him dearly. This is his very first guest 
unprompted shout out. Oh, I love Kurt. Kurt. Keller. Yeah, well, so Kurt, Kurt Keller and Kyle Miner were okay. in Huntsville. I did a house show. Um, in Huntsville, I'm already put, on, excited. put on by uh, Patrick Cunningham. All righty, yes, once again, <laughs> another deadbeat shout out. Yes, unprompted from I love guests. Patrick. I, it's I weird because I, I hear things about Patrick, but based on my own experiences with Patrick, I'm fine with Patrick. Uh, like, the only I thing no I know is he's him. fantastic. We, um, we, we've taken a couple of small mini tours together. I love him to death. Yeah, uh, so he's put me in touch with some really cool yeah, effing oh yeah, people. Yeah. So, um, he put me on a house show. Kurt Keller was on there. Kyle Miner was on there. Kurt's so brilliant. Um, I'm, and like, I'm trying Kurt, to get him to Knoxville. Kurt, man, he was dedicated. Mm. I tried to get him to come to Chattanooga mm. with uh, Kyle because Kyle's going to come to Chattanooga and do my show that I host there. Okay. Um, and I'm really excited because I loved Kyle when I saw I him. I love Kurt. Because he does the, uh, some it, racial stuff up front. Okay. That's okay. why I brought him up because right, he, he, he does it, it, but it's funny. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, we're still... he. Do, it's not like... Well, I talked to you the time I tried the, uh, you know, and I, re- I keep doing it, the joke about being diagnosed with Down syndrome when you I was a kid. Did t- you asked me before I you did, did I a got, show. I you were like, like should I? And I'm like, I don't, I say retarded. I do too. I do too. But um, here's the thing. I don't in that joke because I'm not, because I'm not a retard. Yes. But a bump down. <laughs> but when I was a child, I was diagnosed with Down syndrome. Clearly, I do not have it. It was a mistake, but it is a fact. And it is one of those things that to me, that's funny. And it's just random. And it's one of those, like, like, tell us three things things about yourself well i have the 63rd greatest beard in the world i'm a stand-up comedy i was originally diagnosed with down syndrome you know it's like those are just funny facts about it my is. life and why shouldn't you exploit yeah. that you know i'm not making like, fun of anybody who really all. does and it and you preface it every time you're yes, just like I, I just want you to understand people the joke is mostly about how my parents would have reacted how long they went like yeah. when you find out do you still know like I'm not sure. <laughs> I could see my dad still going. That boy's retarded. I yes. Don't know. Uh, but uh. But people like that is like a that is a butthole clenching. Oh yeah. Bit, oh yeah. You oh, know. Yeah. And I, man, it really you is. can feel it when it happens in the room too. Oh, I'd say, and I'd say if you do abortion stuff, it uh, happens in certain yeah. rooms. Yeah, and and every so often it tightens on up. both sides. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. You yeah. go, oh god, they're like she abortion. Said it oh. But you know what? It's I've experienced it. It's what it is. It's part of my life. Mm-hmm. I can and yep. write what you know. I, I agree. I totally agree. So I completely whatever. Agree. That's why uh, when I start doing the beard jokes, and I I do a joke about that I got beat in the world's beard and mustache championship by I'm a woman so sad for you. and it happened it's a real thing she's a person she's awesome she beat me fair and square um even if i may be bitter about it and and i asked her if i could do this joke and she said yes and people ask me all the time after the show is that real and i introduce <laughs> them to her and tell her her legend and they go nobody has ever been disrespectful everybody has always went that is awesome that is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Once in a while, I get, oh, I saw her on. And you're like, yep, that's true. I know her. We're friends. She beat me. She beat fair me. And square. Yeah, <laughs> by a lot. By a lot. But it's still one of those things people are like, you can almost see the SGAW surfing. I'm doing a pose that you can't see, but the surfing pose he where they're posing. waiting to wobble into this, uh, are we offended? Are we not? Is he being misogynistic? Is he making fun? And it's like, nope, these are all facts. I'm just telling a story and adding funny little punchlines along the way. 
That's all I'm doing. I'm not being offensive. I'm being straight up yeah, and just telling and a story. I, and it's sad that you have to tell people, like, don't be offended. Yeah, it is. Let me just tell you It's just story. a story. It's just a story, right? And it's got funny little words along the way, but they're all facts. And I'm not making yes. fun of anybody, right? Yeah. And mostly, if you really stop and break it down, I'm making fun of myself. Yeah, you are. It's self-depreciating yeah. humor. Again, deprecating, deprecating. shitty a comedian would I be it if is. I did not see the irony? in losing a beard competition to a woman. Mm-hmm. You can talk all the gender studies and this, that, and the other that you want. Away from you. You, can, you can bullshit me all the gender shit purse. you want, but that's funny on paper to anybody who reads it. How about we take a break? Okay, we grab a pee, pee, a cigarette. Uh, we will um, come back. We'll talk about some other things and do the five to drive. How's that sound? I am into five to drive. Have you had fun? Drive. I got I'm, a good one for you. Yes. I got a good one for you. I'm You've excited been awesome. about your five to drive. Awesome, awesome. Well, we will be back on Debbie Radio here in a moment. Please join us. Thank you. I thought there was something wrong with the mic. No, no. <laughs> it's like, what's that noise? That noise signals the return of Deadbeat Radio. Oh, oh. That noise is clutch, by the way. Like clutch, like the hip-hop term? That's so clutch, dude. Uh, or clutch the band. I think it's the name of the band. <laughs> but it would apply if one was to use that sort of lingo. Okay. But I think it's a reference more of anything to truck part like a clutch oh like, like that's the, what it because the band sounds kind of meaty and mechanical to me and like uh, to me it sounds like like a clutch, clutch. Yeah, yeah yeah that's how i picture but i don't know okay. but they're one of my favorite bands and they always I mean like that clutch. we are back i do i love them i'm great and this time we are back with bridget martin hello from chattanooga chattanooga comedian I Booker. am finally accepting everything. That. Yeah, I used to not refer to myself as a comedian. Oh yeah. <laughs> what uh, What was the preferred term? I I was just like I'm comedy just a performer. Person. I just perform. Do you, do you get into the comedian comedian debate? No, I'm right. a comedian. I don't care. I don't need to separate myself. I say actor. Rarely do I say actress. I say yeah. comedian. I don't ever say comedian. I don't need a singer. This a isn't singster. Spanish. No. I don't need a. <laughs> It's a job. It's Male, a, to female, me, it's, yeah. fire. I'm a person. I don't think so either. He's doing um, comedy. Yeah, I get it if it's like fireman and you find that offensive. I don't, but I get if you do. But comedian, is j- it's non-gender. It's, 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 it's non-binary, just as the kids say. Jokes. So, there you go. There you go. Um, again, I just a redneck with dick jokes. That's all I do. That's exactly. That is a great um, description of yourself. Yeah, I, mean, I, I totally <laughs> admit it. I am just a redneck telling dick jokes. That's what I do. Um, and, and we were off air 
um, talking about a story that involved my dick, and yes. I, will, I will tell it. I on am air. so I, excited about this. Um, I, I've told the joke for a long time, but I don't know if I've told it on air here. I'm uh, not a Golden Shower fan, but I love I'm stories involving pee. But um, you startled me a moment ago, and I, I apologized <laughs> saying that I was jumpy as a 12-year-old girl on a hit of acid. You revealed your weakness. Because um, I am, and I, and I have done that. it. Uh, to give some background, um, I, I have uh, so many times, my wife and I will be the only two people in the room. She'll speak. I will jump. Uh, my kids have walked in uh, in the room and spoke, and I jump and scream, and then I have to apologize to them because daddy has just screamed at them. Um, but the worst, the pinnacle, um, is the time that I... A grown man, not not again. I'm not five at the time of the story. That would excuse some of it. But I, a grown man, peed. That's right, peed on another urinated. grown man, urinated on another grown man at the movies. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I wish I could have been there. Uh, well, it was in the men's room, so uh, probably wouldn't have been somewhere you. Well, you might. I don't know. You could see you hanging out in men's rooms for, for the comedy value. Um, I could see you in the roasting people. I have been people. in men's yeah. room. Um, yes. So anyway, um, it was a uh, scream, which at the time I know it's a comedy now, but at the time to me it, it was, was scary. terrifying. It was scary. And again, I'm jumpy. I'm prone to certain types of horror. Yeah. Jump scares. I which don't is like scream. that. Don't scream like big it. time. Um, the this is a big one for me. The out of focus mirror, and Terry, you can explain this better than I can. But the out of focus mirror that slightly focuses and sees the killer through the mirror. Mm-hmm. where he wasn't there a moment ago. You looked at the person in the house, and all of a sudden you see it. All of a sudden or, there's another or person. Or the closed bathroom mirror that opens and closes, and then the person's over the shadow. Yeah. I oh feel my like God. you just don't like horror paints. movies. Pee. That's I like lo- all horror movies. <laughs> but I love horror movies. I mean, I love it. I, I don't. I, again, I, I love I roller like coasters, scared. and they make me scared. Mm, nope, nope. So again, I am, I'm a, but I'm going to jump. I'm a girl. I will scream. I will pee. But, it, but you like it. I do like it. I do like it. And Blood in this case, I went to see Scream when it was out in the first, in the theaters, um, and I went to a late show, so... Uh, it was like the nine o'clock show, so the there's a point in the middle of the movie when the concession stand had like closed. The worst. Yeah, and so, but I I got up to go pee. I'm terrified because again the, the the way the the killer moved in the mask and just uh, terrified me, terrified me. Um, and I I had to go to the bathroom. I get up. There's nothing starting, nothing ending, no concession stand. Everything's closed and dark. The only thing out there is me and one security guard. And you're and I, I know. That I'm gonna die because I've seen enough horror movies to know one security guard pacing the hallway at night, somebody's dying, and now I've upped the risk that it's going to be me, right? <laughs> it's him or me. One of us is gonna die, one of us is gonna get slaughtered, and Kevin, the assistant manager, is gonna be upstairs counting popcorn money, and it's gonna play over his shoulder obliviously like some so clerks. much popcorn money, <clears throat> right? He's gonna be bopping along with headphones, and you're gonna see in the security cam just off to his right, me or the security guard or both get slaughtered in the hallway, and he Kevin's just gonna be counting away like nothing happens, waiting for his turn. That's Wearing what's headphones because he's like right, 20. right, and it's like, and he's bopping away, and there it is. That's what's going to happen. I know this, so I ran to the bathroom like any adult would i just ran i get in the bathroom i'm at the urinal and you're scared i am i'm I'm terrified literally legitimately scared um i ran to the bathroom i'm in the bathroom at the urinal i'm peeing i'm trying not to think about it and that's when i i heard the door open is that how a movie theater bathroom sounds? It was. It was squeaky. It really was. I, I exaggerated my but mind, but it was. It was. It, it felt that way. Okay. It right. felt that I'm way. I'm gonna take that away from you. It did. It felt that way. Did it happen? No. But what happened is it was squeaky. I heard footsteps. I spun around while still peeing and screamed. 
<laughs> this man looked down at his shoes, looked at me. I looked down at his shoes. I looked at him. And you pissed all over that bitch. And I ran away. I, I literally ran away. I simply, I simply, dick still in hand, like halfway down the hallway. I ran. Um, my goal was, again, as all Star Wars fans underappreciate this, um, my goal was to pull a Boba Fett, just to slide in and disappear with the rest of the trash. Get back to the movies where it's dark, duck in, at the end of the movie, slide out with everybody else, and never see this human again. And it worked. I never uh, saw this person again. Is that again. the only time you've ever peed on someone? I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a no! All right. How many people have you peed on? Well, literally, I, I suppose outside of my parents as a child, that's a different type of thing. But I would say purposefully as an adult. Just purposefully. Um, with that purpose. one was an accident, but I peed on my wife once. Um, not At in her a, behest? N- um, no. Okay. No. Um, I was peeing. She kept fucking with me. I told her to quit. She wouldn't. She kept poking at me. I said, I'm, I'm going, I'll pee on you if you don't. And she kept poking at me, and it was one of those moments, like any okay. relationship. And so I finally do we did. Deserve? I finally did turn and pee on her, um, and she about shit. She was just so unexpected. Oh, she was that like, would have been a different game. What? <laughs> yeah, she didn't know what to do. But um, I did. I ran away from the guy in the theater. Just got back and and hid, and and for a long time was kind of embarrassed. But I would tell the story at like parties. And it was one of those things where, like, I'm the asshole in the story. I can tell it. Like, wait um, till you meet, wait till you meet Lance. And I finally, <laughs> finally, at, I'd say a, a couple years into comedy, decided to turn it into a bit. Um, and it's it's been pretty successful. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah, but I, I did. I, I just literally turned and was like, ah, and 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 peed and ran. And so, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a little girl. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Um, but I tell you what's not terrible. And that is something I think is really neat. You guys do a really cool show in Chattanooga. Uh, and I want, I know this is your, one of your babies, right? Mm. The improv versus stand-up. Yes. Is that right? Yes. So um, please explain this to me. Okay. I, I, I have I'm yet to be asked to be booked. No, I'm not gonna do that. You're I just have to. yet to, I have to. yet to be on the show. So You're I haven't to. been for one. Um so I'm I'm a little unfamiliar myself, but everything I've heard is amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I want I want it from the horse's mouth. Okay. So or from the whore's mouth. I want it from the The whore um, is talking. <laughs> what is improv versus stand up outside of what it just sounds like? Okay. So it's not a battle. Okay. Okay, so not roast battle. No. It's okay. not a roast or anything. So basically what happens is uh stand ups. I curate the stand-up selection. They go on stage. They do their stand-up for five to seven minutes. Then, immediately following the stand-up set, the improv troupe goes up and acts out uh, skits based on what they just saw. Those are their suggestions. So I like so instead of like I need a place. Oh, the post office. They've Uh, already got the place, the time, the whatever. Okay, it's all set up for them. So they're just doing skits based on what they just saw, and the the. The troupe in Knoxville is extremely talented. Are I've you watched Einstein um, Simplified. I've seen Einstein Simplified. They're very. T- I've watched. I have not seen Improv Chattanooga do a standard improv show. Right. I have not seen Einstein Simplified do anything like improv versus stand up. Okay. So I can't judge them independently, but well, they're I don't both like extremely improv. talented. As a general rule, I don't like improv, I, but I, I respect it as an art. I just I not my art. I respect it as an art. I have a hard time. Sometimes I get really <coughs> lost because I'm like, I don't understand where this went. Um, I, my goal, my, one of my comedy goals, one of my comedy goals this year is to do improv. I've done it. I did a workshop. I'm going to do uh, a workshop. I did a workshop with Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall. Oh. 
who um, I, I, I love and adore. Um, but um, I don't like sketch comedy either as a whole. Like I don't um, – I like certain exceptions, but as a whole, just as an art – I don't like the Saturday Night Lives. I don't like Saturday that stuff. Night Live is very hit or um, miss just, for just me. Just in general, I like the State. I was a big fan of the State. I don't know if you're a fan. Mm, or... No. Late '90s. I was in high school, so it was very instrumental in my humor. But it turned out to be the people that did Reno 911. Oh. Um, it's it's Thomas Lennon. Oh, um, I'll check that out. Ben Garant. Um, it's the guys that did Reno 911. Okay. They did Viva La Variety. Um, they went on to do a ton. You've seen them in a ton of cameos everywhere. But it's it's again, um, Dangle from Reno 911. Yeah. Um, um, Deputy Junior Robert Ben Garant, who's got ties to Knoxville somehow. Um, and um, the the oh shit, uh, the lady um, Carrie Kenny is her name in real life. Um, Trudy Weigel. Oh. So the three of them. She's been in a lot okay. of stuff. Yeah. So the three of them. Um, do you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yes. Um, Boyle. Yeah. Um, so um, also um, Ken Marino. Um, who was the replacement dumbass captain on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, who's the moron who, like, lost the drugs. Yes. He, so all of those guys and a couple more, they were the state. So it was a sketch comedy show, um, real absurdism. Um, and in high school, I just thought it was brilliant. Again, I was Bobby Hill as a kid, so I latched I onto it. Um, and I like kids in the hall and a few random things. But I, I just don't like sketch comedy. I don't like improv. What? But this is different. Um, I, I, it's I'm hit interested. or miss for me. Really? Really? It is. It is. It, 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 sometimes I just can't follow along. I have a very short attention span. So sometimes... Um, so how do you do the de- how do you how do you separate that from what's what's different from the stand up versus improv that you improv do versus like? stand up is interesting because it's a it's an interpretation of the stand up. Okay. And so when I was first involved in it, it was as a performer. I was just one of the people that they were doing their improv based off of, and I was like, well, I'm just curious to see how my stand up process is another that person's feel? mind. How did that feel? I was just about to ask. How did that feel? Yeah. And so it was really cool to see what they took away from what my stand up. You know what I mean? Because you always wonder what people walk away with. Some right. people, you know, like very, very seldom do you have somebody tell you what your comedy means to them. Right. So watching improv versus stand up is seeing what they pick apart, what they find interesting, what they find, what is, um, what's their, their muse, yeah. what becomes their muse, right. uh, what part of your stand up inspires them. And right. that's what I was going for. What inspires them? Because that's what they're going to use. How long does the comic get time wise versus the stand of the improv? They're both about five to seven minutes. So you literally do have time to do the whole routine. I, I, yeah. I didn't know if you had to pick a part like, nope. Oh, we like no, 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 this no. bit or nope. you do your whole routine. Okay. And then the improv troupe comes up and they just go from there for each comic. Yeah. So it's comic improv, comic yes. improv, comic improv. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's so fun. Okay. It okay. is by far probably one of the most interesting shows I've watched. It's I'm interested and I don't like improv. Host. I you know, and I'm not saying that I don't like improv, but I, I wouldn't go to an improv show. No. I mean I would support friends and I'm <laughs> and I for hate it. to say it like no, that, but I, I just I have friends that do it and I've hosted. They've asked yeah, me to come up I've and be like it, the I've opening act. It. I just it's so hit or miss for me. It's and not my art. It's, it's not for not, me. It's not, but I appreciate it for I what do. it is. And but this troupe they, they're, and I'm not gonna lie. There's some nights where it's kind of like, nah, okay, that was great. But there are some nights where it's just fucking phenomenal. Okay. To watch their interpretations because they're a really talented troupe. Um, Does some comedy styles lend to it better than others? Yeah. Well. Like one-liners versus storytellers. I would. Oh. All right. So who would do better, a one-liner, a, a one-liner, or a storyteller? Probably a storyteller because there's okay. just so much more information for them to work with. They can pick apart so much from a story versus a one-liner. I know that 
like a lot of the comedians tend to do like dirty stuff. There's a lot of sex involved. There's dick jokes, right. fart jokes. They're they're definitely looking for something that appeals to a more intellectual right, level. Right. Uh, so I feel bad for them because I'm like, well. <coughs> I know all about dick jokes. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, but I would say storytelling because there's so much for them to work from. But they're just in general, they're so talented. Nice. To watch them take well, a one-liner and turn it into a skit, dude, it's amazing. It's amazing what they do. Nice. Uh, and in every every month, I do it once a month, the third Saturday okay. of every month, and. I'm just in awe. Where are we finding it? For people that want to check it it's out. It's in Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Tennessee. So for yeah. anybody that's listening. But Improv, Improv Chattanooga. Chattanooga. They just moved to a new location. Oh, so not where I was. I have been to the venue. No, I did so do, you went I to went, the venue. So right. they actually moved like three doors down. Okay. Not the band. I get it. They moved three doors down. And it's this amazing space that gets used. It's like a, a local artist that uses it as nice. a studio. He's like super rich. And then there's like a church that's there on Sundays. They <coughs> nice. rent the space. So they're renting it from this guy just on Fridays and Saturdays. So it's pretty cool because it's it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's awesome. very. Well, the last venue was cool. I, it was. I had it was a, a black box theater. Yeah, I had a blast. Again, I went down for the Halloween show. And it was so um, fun. And performed in character. Did my uh, bad guy wrestling persona. <laughs> and I loved it. Blackjack Cadillac. Uh, where Hollywood meets Honky Tonk. Um, and it was a lot of fun. So I, I, I would love to do that. But that sounds awesome. And like I said, I don't like improv so but that's fantastic for me it just improv is just very hit or miss but that's because you never know what's going right. to happen but on i've stage. been to concerts to genres i don't like that i enjoyed okay. and you know so it's it's no different uh, i've went to um, um genres of movies that i didn't think i would enjoy westerns i don't like westerns but i've seen one that went that's cool and there and that's like and i the think same that's how i think this, yeah. like you're gonna see something that's be like okay All that right. was great so you get different comics every time is it the same improv troupe every time yes so they're no, tight but they they're... have different members got they, it so got it. it's not the same group of people every single month but it's like a saturday night but live where you have a, a you core have and you, players, you pull out who you need for this and kid, that's you kid. know it's just who's available so there's definitely nights where i come in and i'm like yeah this is gonna be great. yeah guys. and there's definitely nights where i come in where i'm like Ugh. so do you like sketch comedy like I, again kissing cousins we talked about theater like, comedy yeah, uh, the tip, comedy. Um, yeah they're just the tip cousins I, think. I do but it has to be like i like saturday night live i don't love saturday night live i like certain people yeah and there's definitely skits, the skits i've me. seen that i like um i i don't know sketch comedy again it's like improv is hit or miss for me because it's not although that's more practice well i get than um, mitch who you met out in the lobby and who? was on uh mitch yeah. uh yeah <laughs> um who did uh your people in the neighborhood yes um walked out of here one time mad at me because i told him i didn't like keegan appeal they're talented <laughs> i like keegan I like Peel. I like them in movies. I like a few sketches. I like their show. I don't like the show. I think, well, I don't like the sports-based ones. I don't get them. But <coughs> I also don't like the Chappelle show. I love Dave Chappelle. Okay, and I can see that. But I think that's because sometimes, like, with those sketches, they take it too far. I just, they don't know where the funny stops. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, they just, it's like, okay, the point's been made, move on. But they're yeah. just like, wait, we think there's a couple more funny things. <laughs> Something about it. And so again, some are better than others. Again, I like some people on Saturday Night Live. I love Bill Hader. And, you know. Super uh, hilarious. Oh, my God. The, so like there some, were certain people that you yeah. would see that you would know oh, yeah. that sketch has some legs. And there's Something's some things gonna happen. that I never forget. Um, Gerard Butler was on years ago um, <laughs> doing a, a Beauty and the Beast. Have you seen yes. this? Does this ring a bell? No. Um, and I can't think of who the actress was. I think it may have been like um, 
Oh shit! Uh, I've lost my mind. Catwoman from uh, Batman or Dark Knight. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. I think it was Ooh, Anne Hathaway. Okay, okay. But I couldn't. I could be wrong. But I think that was right. Um, no, Kristen Wiig. Now that I think about it, it's Kristen Wiig. It's a very different person. I, it just it hit me. I was trying to think <laughs> who was playing Belle. But again, it's a long time ago. But Kristen Wiig. And Gerard Butler. So they're Beauty and the Beast, and they're doing this live action. And like Horatio Sands is the clock. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think I think it's Bill Hader as Lemure. I could be wrong, but I think he that's right. Perfect. perfect. So yes. anyway, they're doing the thing, and they're coming out. Um, and and the whole joke was um, he was the beauty, Beast thought she was the beast he was the beauty and so when she's singing the song and he's like no i heard the song it's you know beauty and the beast he thinks it's about him and she's singing it to her and so it like, starts Mm-mm. this argument and she's, she's like, like whoa, whoa. i woke up i saw myself and so you can imagine krista <laughs> wig is like whoa, whoa you think i'm the beast he's like oh i i wouldn't call you that like i i, I would i give you like a solid six but like I, I get it that's why the song's that way right and so that's the whole point and she's like well how am i and he's like well no i like i think you're beautiful but I like a girl with a great big ass. And that's the punchline. Right. And uh, it just starts from there. And like Lemure comes out and he's like, I like it. Or the, cl- the Cogsworth, the clock. Cogsworth he, yeah, is the clock. Yes. He comes out. I think that's Horatio Sands. And he has this joke that I think to this day is one of the funniest jokes that nobody gets but me. And out of context is the dumbest, most retarded thing ever. And it makes me laugh even when I think about it. He comes out and he's like, oh, yes, no, you're fine. But I like uh, uh, girls with a 345 ass. And they're like, what's a 345 ass? And he's like, it's clock humor a 345 ass that's perfect yeah and i again i'm crying um and, and the, the lemure comes out and he's like no i only like candlesticks although i did date the menorah in college and again i just think it's brilliant that's, with humor that is brilliant and so i um, love puns oh my god like your cheese joke <sighs> thank you thank you i love I, it i was i was afraid to tell it i thought nobody no, would get that's it amazing thank you Thank you. I, I love it. It was my closer for a long time. It was. I need to bring it back. I, I love that in a while. Um, I literally woke up in the middle of the night um, with the punchline. I woke <laughs> up, wrote it down, thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard, um, and wrote the whole five-minute stupid story around this I one punchline. It. So it's it's weird. I worked backwards on that one. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, sometimes it does. It Part does. of the process. Um, but I, too, like puns and, and stupid, uh, uh, silly things like that. That's why... Uh, Again, when the, the, the 345 ass, I would say that all the time if it would have made sense. I would use that in conversation on a daily basis. If anybody would be like, what? Oh, that's clock humor. A 345 ass. I love it. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And she stomps off and yells, you know, y'all have fun with your ass castle. And, uh, he, she, and the, the final punchline is, how did she know we call it an ass castle? <laughs> And I just, I thought it was brilliant. So I like some sketches individually. Yeah. But I just not my genre of TV. I've never I, been, in not, living really color. It's not mine either. My thing. But I can appreciate it for what it is. I, there are certain ones. That, like, <coughs> I thought Drake was probably one of the best hosts I've seen in a long time. Okay. Because he yeah. was very invested in every The host makes a big in. difference. It the host really makes does. A, like Rock, if you get the yeah. Rock or somebody who's really yeah. good, who's entertaining. Who's invested in yes, it. You know? Yes, yes, yes. Um, a former SNL comeback. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but I do appreciate it. And it's actually, it's funny because we have a guy in Chattanooga who does some sketch comedy. Okay. Um, he doesn't. He does stand up more, but I'm trying to get him to do more sketch. I'm like, you really? Because it's it's such a absent. It's so absent. Who you know who hardly Anybody does that anymore? His his name's Matt Harris. He was actually with me last night. At oh, okay. Last awesome. Days of Autumn. Awesome. But he's so fu- he's very talented. Mm-hmm. And but I keep trying to get him to do the sketch stuff more. I'm like it's funny, and nobody else does it. So it kind of makes you more special. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, that's the business part. I think if somebody can pull it off, yeah, yeah. sell what you can, baby, sell what you can. I think if you can pull it off, that's great. It's just, um, it's something that I never could get into. Um, there's a, a, a silliness for, for an, uh, an odd reason. I love silliness, but that silliness with sketch comedy and improv is one of those things where I'm like, ah, there's something about this that doesn't taste right. I don't yeah. Know why. It's like tasting a food you know you should like, but you're like, mm, I don't know. Eh, it's not It's just not, not my for thing. me. Yeah. You know, if you like veggies and somebody has you try a new veggie and you go, oh, I don't, I love veggies, but that, you know, I get it, but not me. Yeah. No. Maybe if I tried it prepared like in a different, maybe if I try it prepared in a different way. Well, maybe what I need for improv is prepared in a different way. Yes. And, dude, this is prepared way different than standard improv. Well, I'm in. It's I, such I will a come fun check show. One out. And you are going to come check it out because so, you're going to um, do it. Um, again, where can we find it? Do we have a website just for that or on um, Facebook? Well, it's um, Improv Chattanooga is who you want to follow. Okay. Improv Chattanooga because okay. they have shows every Friday, Saturday. And then it's the third Saturday of every month at 10 p.m. <laughs> you can also um, follow Comedy 423 on Facebook. Uh, that's Which is like, you and yes. the lovely Morgan Gray, correct? Well, well, no. Uh, so Comedy Four Two Three is like a labor of love for me. I okay. do. Um, it's just where I promote Chattanooga comedy in general. Okay. Morgan Gray and I have um, it's RBF Productions. That's which is, the one. Okay. You performed as part of RBF right. Productions. Right. And I again love Morgan. Um, she's a wonderful human yeah. being. So you have a great partner there. Yes. And so she's like the social social justice warrior of the group. Um, so we do like. See, now she knows all about me and my size. Yeah. Is that where you heard and you thought it was a joke? About no. me might be in right wing conservative. I've actually never heard that before. Again, Morgan and I Ever. are very Ever. polarized in that respect, but have been very vocal to be each other and nice. And and she was she's again, a very vocal and person. Again, but she was one of those people that who like would sit and talk and we like, wow, you are a unicorn. I didn't understand this. Yeah, she was like, I and actually she's appreciate. A unicorn too. Yeah, she, she is. Really she is. really is because she is the opposite person who will go, wow, I didn't know that could be looked at that way. Yes. I respect that even if I don't agree. Here's yeah. mine, and I go, oh, I the same. Yeah, but um, yeah, we're 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 super cool. I love her to death, but um, she knew, and that's why when you said uh, I thought that was a I joke. I did not know that. So yeah, no, I guess you heard it on the on the show. No, yeah. We talk about it. No, um, um, but I love her to death, and she is somebody awesome. So that is again the RB RBF production. RBF RBF. What does it stand for? Resting bitch or face. really. Um, forgot what her like in case it was offensive okay, it's okay. We're, <laughs> it was again unfiltered unbiased unnecessary so you, you're welcome to give anything here I, I, I can't remember what what the other version was because i didn't care i'm like no i like RBF. resting bitch phrase i like it i like it i like it so um so um, our our thing is that we, we put shows we together um we don't have an official facebook page okay. yet but it's coming and when that comes it'll be announced on comedy 423 um but our thing is we put on shows and the proceeds, a portion of the proceeds get donated to a charity. Awesome. So we do a different charity every time. Uh, cool. Last year, we only did like a handful of shows, but we donated over $300 to charities, which is cool. Um, you know, because I, I, I like using my talent, my perceived talent, to help other people. Um, uh, and you know I do bearding competitions. Yeah. Um, and I've got one coming up next Saturday, I hope. Um, but um, bearding competitions are all charity events. All bearding competitions mm -hmm. are done for charity. And it's one of the fun things. It's one of the reasons the community is so non-toxic because people are there for the right reasons. Right. One of the reasons I help. love doing it, yes. Yeah. So, um, and I love doing charity shows. I mean, I know there's always a, a reason you're there, so that's not good. But anytime somebody says, hey, will you do this or we have a charity coming up, who wants 
I'm in. I That's love it. Awesome. So um, again, please let me know in the future. Yes. Anytime I can benefit um, um, to you in any way by providing anything, let me know. Yeah. Your guys are always, again, you and Morgan, both open invitation anytime totally. to come back. If you have something to plug, if you'll get in touch with me, come here, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, cause, um, so RBF is something we will be able to find at some point, but yes, at the moment, yeah, we haven't quite perfected the Facebook page yet. Cause we want it to be amazing when it comes out. So, That's awesome. so yeah, we've just been doing some shows. We're looking for a venue right now. And, um, and 2019 is going to be awesome. We've got, we're, we're expanding. We're going to, we're actually RBF productions is doing a show here in Knoxville in okay. May. Nice. Where? May 3rd at the Grove. It's awesome. It's going to be to benefit the Friends of the Grove, which is what allows Danny Whitson to pro- Love it. produce his Love shows. It. Uh, and it's called Promedy. Love it. Oh, you guys, this is the ongoing thing. You yes. guys have done Promedy before. Okay, do so tell. We, yeah, what so is Promedy? Promedy is comedy plus an adult prom. Okay. So basically, um, we Love have a comedy prom. show, and then we have an adult prom after with dancing. And, you know, we did superlatives this last time. Like, Aaron Chasteen was uh, most well spoken. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yes. So, um, uh, this year I think we're you know we're planning on doing some like king and queen stuff. I did it when I was at the club, and it's it's always so fun. Um, so and I love having this charity mind behind it. So friends of the Grove is who I it's benefiting. It. So there'll be more information awesome. on that coming awesome. soon. But it's May third. That sounds like a blast. I love it's prom. so fun. So we I have a went... balloon arch. We do pictures. It's, I'm a cheese ball. It's fancy. I'm a cheese ball. For everybody who knows me, I can see that. And I love. I went to four proms when I was in high school. <laughs> what? I went to four. That proms. does not surprise me. I, went, I, I did. I went my sophomore. So in my high school, I know everybody does it different. But in my high school, the junior and senior class went to the prom. So junior class put the prom on. They were the prom committee for the seniors. But the for doing it, they got to go. So juniors and seniors both got to go to prom. So junior, in theory, you got two years of prom. That's that was what. Cool. Right. So junior prom, senior prom. Right, exactly. And and, and there were benefits to both, but I had the, one. like the juniors had to work at it because they had to put it on. They were the prom committee, and but the seniors got you know all the superlatives. Blah blah blah. Um, my sophomore year, I was a band geek, pretty hardcore. Um, not a surprise again. I was a band geek, and one of the typical dumpy band geek stand up or not stand up a sitcom friend that I ran with group wise right um, said look here's the deal I don't date I don't but I'm going to prom either stag or with somebody do you want to go and I was like yep Yep, let's do this. Yeah, you don't go to prom alone. I, I, no, but the whole point, I just was like, I want to go, are you kidding me? I get to be James Bond, a tuxedo, fuck yeah, fancy dinner, but let's do this shit, right? I've seen Teen Wolf in every 80s comedy. Yes, I want to go to prom. You might see um, my Yeah, so um, I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. And she was like, cool. So I went to my senior, my junior, or my sophomore prom. Um, my junior and senior year, I was dating my high school sweetheart. So by that point, we went, because I was a junior, I was a senior, done. Um, my, um, then we skip forward to several years later, I was a douchebag dating a girl in high school. Um, and, uh, she invited me and my friend, it was two of us, right? So they were the douchebag couple who had dated since high school. Um, and she was 18, so it wasn't like uh, that super right. weird, but she was a senior and she was 18. Um, and she we were in high school uh, girl. Yeah. And we, like I said, she was 18, but she was a senior. She, um, 
the we kind of were dating. We never, I never even fooled around. It wasn't that we were just like high school dating, going out, holding hands, movies. It really was like that stupid at the time. Mom dropped you, but well, I could drive, Um, and she could drive. She was eighteen, but she asked me to go, so I went back as a, I guess a sophomore in college is when I went back. (gasps) So yeah, so I did one prematurely. I did my own two, and then I went back. Um, But I love it. I I, when the I was working with the burlesque groups, and we would do the theme shows. I love dressing up. I love themes. Uh, um, I, I love, do too. I like to dress up. I yeah, like to be fancy. I like, I like, I like the character shop. stuff. Yeah. So. I want to get a dress and my shoes so. and do my hair. Yeah. And like I, when I get on stage, it's a production. Like I, I love it. Me too. Me too. It's, I'm a diva. Yes. Me too. yes. And I want to put on my makeup and I want to do my hair. Yes. And I don't go on there in jeans and a t-shirt. No. Very seldom. No. No, I never do. Like even for open mic sometimes no. I dress up. No, you know? I don't. I'm like, no, this is my, this is who I am. Like when I was on, uh, I was on 94.3 mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yesterday and, yeah yesterday morning and and jake james is like you know you're very like covered and you're wearing clothes because <laughs> yeah. i usually just dress like sex well i do the same thing as yet for the yes, sex part you, no. um i have a very specific look sex. i do button up snap Didn't you button wear assless chaps the last time i saw you okay blackjack cadillac first off all chaps are assless. Otherwise, they're just leather pants. <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way. Pardon. Yes, I was wearing chaps the last time you saw me as part of my 80s wrestler bad guy persona, Black Jack yeah, Cadillac. Yeah, you did have the With wrestling trunks. Bottom. Yeah, they're, they're, they're real wrestling trunks. I bought them for bikini the roast bottoms. of Stone Cold. That's what they were. And, uh, uh, but anyway, when I go to an open mic or a show, and I when I go to an open mic, I say I'm going to a show. I treat it like a... It to me, be. I treat it just like... Yeah. I don't go out with a note in my hand. I'm, I fucking hate that. Uh, I don't take my phone. I treat I it like a show. I don't do it off my phone. I do take notes sometimes. I take a set list if I'm doing yeah. long enough. But yeah. uh, or uh, but I I don't take I anything. Don't hold it in my hand. No, I hate and it. I'm not I put it by my it. drink glass. Yeah, like be, and and come on. and and I come when on. I take a sip, I glance just the same way Metallica has a set list on their fucking amp yes. that nobody it, can there see. There you go. And I glance exactly to remind myself like what's coming up so I can work. And that's just a secret behind the mask. When people but pull out their phone I or a notebook oh. during the show, oh my god, mm. it makes me crazy. Me too. And so I don't when I go to an open mic because for me I have to drive an hour. We don't have anything close. I come in from Morristown. I have to drive an hour for every open mic. And people are always like, you drove an hour up here for five minutes of free time? I was like, I get a beer and a piece of pizza. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Yes, I did. But if I want to work at my craft, that's what I have to do. That's yeah. my dedication. And I do it. I like but it. But I, I, for me, I, I get dressed up. And for me, my character, if you will. But it's what I like to wear. It's just the me I choose to be. If I was going on a date with my wife, it's the same shit I would wear. Okay. I choose the jeans I like, my boots I like, a snap button western shirt with roses or some shit, and I yes. go on about my way, right? That's what I do. It's like if I was going on a fancy date with my girl, yeah. I'd be Again, like, this I've, is what I'm going to wear. I've said it before. It is basically what would happen if Hogwarts had an auto shop t-shirt, <laughs> right? And that's that's me. I get that it. That is. Yeah. It's like, and, but Perfect. I choose that. And I, I get I take a shower, and I blow dry my beard, and I get dressed up, and I do I do all the stuff I would do if I was going on a I date. I blow dry my hair. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I do. And I, I t- now, in all fairness, I blow dried it today to come here, but just because oh it was God. wet at the time. Um, but that's what happens story. if it's wet and you let it air dry? Does uh, it look different? A little, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is different. If I just air dry it or, uh, or or towel dry it, it's very it's it's very different. Uh, I notice it. I don't know that you would, but it's for me. I, 
I'm so supportive, dude. I'm when, supportive. when you're the 63rd greatest beard in the world, you got to you yeah, gotta take care yeah, of it. Yeah, behind right? a woman. Uh, <laughs> who is sixth. She is sixth. So for, for people that want to know, the sixth greatest beard in the world is grown by a woman. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyway, where else can we find you, Bridget? People I, that have listened okay, to this episode love you, you to death, as I do. Thank where you. Where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Facebook. If you don't okay. like me, it's okay. I don't either. But if you did... And you will. I'm on Facebook. Okay. Um, do you do the Twitter? The I don't do Twitter. Instagram? I do Instagram. I'm a little more selective on who I allow to follow me there because okay. of work. Okay. Um, so it's Robot Peni. Robot Peni. Mm-hmm. As in multiple penis? Multiple penises. Okay. Robot Peni. Robot Peni. And that's on Instagram. So robot. that's like a... It sounds like a hint, like an anime. The Robot Peni! Yes. Dun, 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 <laughs> Robot peanut. I don't watch anime, but that's yeah, what it sounds right. like. I don't. I don't. I hate it. It I sounded love it. very anime. It does. It does. Um, yeah. So on Insta, I, but there is a little crossover there. Mm-hmm. So I do share some of my stuff from Instagram on Facebook, but not the racy stuff. Not the racy so, yeah, stuff. Yeah, the racy thing. Cool. Well, that's so, good. So yeah, well, find me on Facebook, and I mean, I'm gonna be jumping more into comedy coming here soon. Cool. So there's gonna well, be websites anytime. and stuff coming. You're welcome back so. here, Thank and you. we will and let us know. Um, share it to the page. We yes. will spread the oh, word I'll of spread anything. The word too. Please do. Um, we were I'll happy. Spread it all. It's one of the other reasons I wanted to do the show. <laughs> <laughs> take a moment just to soak that in because it took me a second to catch it because i'm soaking and the minute you said i'm gonna spread it all i was like excellent we will do and it just mm, yeah that's good that's good that's good stuff stand up and take a bow that is good i'm gonna spit that is good i'm gonna spit <laughs> Uh, I, I'm watching the show Letterkenny. Are you familiar? I'm not. I keep. I've heard okay. of it. Haven't watched it yet. Um, I love it. It's a dry Canadian show, which I like. Um, I would. It's basically like a live action Canadian King of the Hill. Okay. It's about these rednecks in Canada, and That's there's there's. It's very funny. Very funny. It's very dry. Very fast paced. Um, and a K. Trevor Wilson. Are you familiar? No. Canadian stand up who's got a part in the show. So okay. and I loved him as a stand up before I saw him in this and just happened to be a fan. Um, but um, they it's Canadian, so there's a lot of slang and but it's in context. If you have an even above average intelligence, you can keep up. But they say spit to throw up. Like we'll have a spit. And like they're throwing up. Oh. Like if you get drunk, it's like, Oh, I can't drink that, it just makes me spit. And for a long time I was like like <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like it yeah and turns out that it's Canadian for it's Barfing gonna make me throw up working. yeah like for people like tequila oh no tequila makes me it makes me spit so okay. when you say that that's what it makes me they think they sound of. like a bunch of pussies <laughs> um, no the, it's a lot of fights it's a bunch of rednecks one of the themes of the show is that the main character is the toughest guy in the small town and he fights everybody <laughs> um, he's the people call him as it's, it's got a little trailer park boy-esque which I don't like I don't like trailer park I, boys I'm not a fan I'm I've not either i it I don't I so, so when I say that it has that, please know I'm not a fan either, but there is a touch of that. Okay. Um, it's got this almost that biography of the office parks and rec okay, um, again, that. Uh, that, but a trailer port trailer park boys, Canadian version, but the people it's following is these farm. They call them shirt tuckers. That's the slang. <laughs> Every group has um, their own um, slang, like the meth kids, the goth kids are the skids. There's the hockey players uh, and there's the, the, the shirt tuckers and the shirt tuckers are, are like what you would actually see around here. Um, the main characters are redneck and it's, it's Wrangler jeans, a tucked in button up plaid shirt. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. But they're just Canadian takes on it. And okay. they're that's brilliant. Brilliant. It is I, hilarious. I, I 
seen it floating around, and I, I try not to buy into the hype of things, but like, I, it's like I, Bird Box. People were right, talking about I give it, two so shits. I finally watched um, it. My wife and I are, are obsessed. The, the I, I saw the internet um, shorts that they were doing before the show. Okay. I don't know if the show was already going, but I caught it before I knew it was a show. Um, and then the show was on Hulu, okay. and I just got obsessed. I'm I love check it. it out. And they it's just added added like on. three or four um, uh, new seasons recently. Um, and it's it's just so funny. The characters are funny. It's if you like fast paced dry I humor, I do too. Um, dry, I love. I'm hit or, it's hit or miss for me. Okay, but I'll try it. A um, lot of hot girls, a lot of hot guys. So that I um, yeah, a lot of hot girls, a lot of hot guys. Um, the Indians, uh, the the. Fucking uh, Eskimo, quote unquote. Okay, the, I thought the you Canadian. meant like Native Americans. No, no, the Canadian. Um, um, <laughs> Canadian um, Indians are Eskimos. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The well, I never thought of that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ah. Eskimo is actually technically like real racist. Um, is it? Like technically. Is it Holy man. I mean, ah. like. I think so. I don't think it's actually factual. I think it's just what we say. But but the the Indians of Canada are what we ignorant people think of as Eskimos. Holy crap! I never thought of that. Yeah. And so they refer to themselves as the Indians, and it's like the they call it like the in the fights are like I got a BFI coming. Look, it's a BFI, big fucking Indian. Like, but that's the tribe. That's wow. the tribal people of Canada are the Eskimos, and Shit. yeah. Or again, what would be that part of yes. for Canada? But um, again, very funny inner groupings, which I like. Okay. I like um, again. I like lots of of groups and stables, and so in this show, like everything, there's different. But it's great. I highly check it out. But spit when you said that's what we think of. So it's one of my favorite I shows. I think jizz in my mouth. <laughs> I've got jizz in my and pants. Just spit. I like jizz that song. In. I do too. I like Lonely. I Island. like. I do like Lonely Island. Well, let's talk about things we like. Okay. We like a five to drive, and this is a chance I to am, talk I'm about so things excited. you like and things you like to talk about with you. Uh, so me. we're gonna do that. I like to talk about me. So you've listened to a couple. You know how I this have, works. I get it. Yes. So again, I I have this funness uh, of our fondness of uh, of of lists and and things, and so I kick it off with a personalized. And because I came in wanting to talk to you about comedy and sexuality, yes, I want your top five sexiest comics <laughs> on anything you want to base it on, male, female, doesn't matter. I want what? What's a sexy? Because comedians are typically not thought of as sexy. No, they're not. Actors, musicians, oh. athletes—they're sexy. Comedians can be cute at best, but what comedians? What makes? You, what again? What gets the slip and slide going? Oh what's, man! What comedians? Okay, okay, okay. And I get, I get ready. I'll write them down. God, this is gonna be a weird list. Okay, take your time. It's gonna no get special weird. order. It's gonna get weird. No nothing. special order. Nope, just whatever you want. Uh, right off the top of my head, I thought of April Macy. I don't know who that is. April Macy was on Howard Stern. She was like hottest, uh, Terry's funniest up, so comic or okay. something like that. Um, but she, for she, not so much anymore, um, but for a long time, she was very like sex. And okay. she was always told like, again, you got to not do that. Even if it's not a comic who talks about sex, but no, you just think no, no, sexy, I know, but... but that was the first one that came to Oh mind. my God. She's beautiful. Oh. She just got married. Oh, I want to switch my list. That's, oh my God. Isn't okay. Is so, she funny? Yeah, okay. yeah. She, but she talks a lot about sex, um, things that are personal to her. She's mm. like fucked up in the mind. Okay. I've talked to her on stage and off. Like, oh, really? She's amazing. Okay. I love her. Okay, I'll um, check that out. And she's kind of one of my comedy idols. I love redheads. 
I'm in. And I love her because she's not afraid to talk about anything. Beautiful. So for her, she's I love ballsy redheads. I'm in. Okay. Good choice. Um, Next we'll go to, and this is somebody I've always wanted a comedy bone. Okay. Okay. This gives me comedy boner. Not only looks wise, but also mentally. Okay. He's very uh, dark. Um, Nick Griffin. Nick Griffin, he's been on some of the late shows. I I want to say he's based out of New York, but he's a silver fox. I believe. He's a silver Oh, look at that man. Oh. I would sit on his face. <laughs> I get um, it. I get it. He, I get it. No, I, I like it. I, I have some unconventional beautiful. choices on my side as well. Um, I, I like it. Yeah, I he, know I get it. But he's also very like dark, depressed humor. So again, comedy is good. Yeah. So like he, one of my favorite tweets of his was, um, sleep is temporary suicide. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, I love his I humor like it. too. I, li- I like it already. Yeah. He's a good dude. I get love it. him. Okay. Love him. I'm in. Okay, so far a, a total fuckable list. Yes. I'm gonna be on. I didn't know these people. So far, two surprises. I'm, please but, listen to them. Like, okay. please. <laughs> Both so far based on the pictures. This Terry is such a up. hard list. Oh my god. Um, third would be Carl Lebove. Okay. Okay. I know Carl Lebove. Carl yeah. Lebove. Um, he toured with Sam Kinison. Mm-hmm. He's uh huh. Uh-huh. Part of the Texas. What do they call it? It was the original. Um, they had a name for him something the Texas Outlaws Outlaws, Outlaws yes, of Comedy Texas. original yep. Outlaws of Comedy Carl yep. LeBove. Uh he has a Vegas show right now okay. that he's doing which is amazing to me um, but he toured with Sam Kinison one of the original Outlaws of Comedy Bill Hicks Bill yeah. Hicks like he worked with all Jimmy those people Jimmy Pineapple he was actually with Sam Kinison on the night that he died oh really in his arms was Sam oh, Kinison dying like they were that close did not know that mm-hmm. okay he had a child with his um, god he's so sexy he, you know he is he's got a he's got a, a <laughs> he's comic sexy book villain kind and of thing he's older and <laughs> yeah, no, he um, but it. his story is amazing because his child he has a child uh-huh. oh my god one two three four five six the sixth image if you count across the top going so the second one on the second row the I orange made, I made that one which one I, the, with the orange that says do not miss yeah oh nice well, I there made we that. go that was one of my first there we go. promotional things I ever made <laughs> Nice. nice. I've gotten While much Googling better since then. The answers. <laughs> I've gotten much better the since then, but the I made that. Listed, I made that. We found your nice in like the top. And 10. it's fitting that Carl LeBove is on it because okay. that man. He was on one of Mark Maron's podcasts. He's done okay. Jay Moore's uh-huh. podcast talking about his story. But he had a child with his wife. Um, he found out after Sam Kinison died that it was actually Sam Kinison's child. <gasps> And he's been I've asked to he's been asked to pony up like um, child support, and he's like, "It's not my fucking kid." Oh, and it was his best wow. friend, and he didn't find out until after he died. So he's battled a lot of demons. I've never heard that. I've known of Carl about this just man. Wow, my God, he's amazing. He oh. is to me like he is my number one okay. off stage and off favorite okay. comedian of all time. Okay, his story is so amazing. In the Holy Trinity. Oh, he's. He's a storytelling comedian. Okay. He's got a show in Vegas right now, which is blows my mind. Like he deserves so much more because he's just hysterical. Mm, I'll have to check him out because again, I, I know of him, and hysterical. that's about it. 
So okay, but he I knew when the minute you said it, that's yeah. the first one I knew what it looked like, and I was yeah. like, yeah, I'd fuck Carl Yeah, he's got this again, kind of Batman villainy kind of. Yeah, thing I'd sit I'd on dig. his face as well. Yeah, I would. Um, I but would, I'd yeah. also I also enjoy his mind. <laughs> In my phone, he is Carl LeBoner. <laughs> Carl LeBoner, that's good. That's good. I love that man. Okay, great choice. All right, um, so April Massey, okay. Nick Griffin, Carl LeBoner. So now the other two, I just thought of these. <sighs> I'm going to say, okay, one of them is based out of Asheville. His mm-hmm. name is Art Sturdivant. Oh, we give it up for Art. Oh, yeah. I give it up for Art. I bought one of his t-shirts. <laughs> the guy give it up I for Art? I sleep in it. Art. <laughs> um, love Art. I love Art Sturdivant. His mind is so sexy. Yeah, yeah. Art, is Art has I a sexy a mind. Um, I also love that he wears a suit on stage. Yes, yes. <laughs> he dresses the part. He, <sighs> Art is just intellectually stimulating yeah and he again he he manages a, a life outside of comedy and yes. comedy he does it yes. all yes right he now really he's growing a man. beard that i'm not I too love into it. i'm biased you know but you know, i love it i just have sensitive parts <laughs> but right. yes art sort very funny I, I i would give it up for art and i'm gonna say my last one and this i have a lady boner for her okay um her name is jen snyder oh of course. I have been lucky enough to open for her once. I also have worked with Jen, uh, and it is awesome. I lost to her in a comedy competition, <clears throat> and rightfully so. She is hysterical. Nice. She talks about her sexuality on stage. Like, she is unapologetic mm-hmm. about who she is. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see a picture of Jen Snyder, she's a dykey lesbian. Yeah, and she's uh, she knows you know? it. Again, she knows She's it. one and of she us. She knows it. who she is. Yeah. And she's, and she's the most hysterical. wonderful human being ever. I love her. Uh, okay. I have a lady boner for Jen Snyder. Oh, yeah. I, I totally. <laughs> if totally. I could make anybody famous, it would be Jen Snyder. Totally. Because she's... <sighs> Totally. I, 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 again, could not agree more. So, yes. Okay, I'm going to commit to that. That's my five. Okay. All right. I good, love good. that Nick Griffin is on it because I haven't seen him in a long time and Can he's yeah, beautiful. <laughs> now, sadly, my, my list wasn't people I knew so much. But, again, I haven't been blessed with uh, <laughs> knowing some people that could have been on my list. Okay. Um, so, again, I, I try to keep it a little different. Again, not chubby redhead is all the way down. Actually, there's none. Um, Nikki Glazier. Super hot. Okay. I love how she plays her sexuality. Um, she's real open about being into butt stuff. I, I'm down with that. And uh, so, uh, Nikki Glazier, I find is a super cute. I appreciate. Yeah. It. Uh, I, Joe Rogan. I built like a brick shit house. Yes. Ah, like I I'm have, sorry. I, I would know say, you're kind now. Yeah. I have met so many male comics who were like Joe. Okay. Well, so no, I know he's got his detractors and people. I I like his show. But for me, I'm not a diehard. If he inter- if he interviews somebody I really like, I'm gonna watch the person I like on that platform because I really like him. Okay. So I don't like religiously watch the show. There's a lot. I'm like I don't know that person. But if somebody that I want to watch is on his show or listen, I will listen. I love it. If he's doing comedy and I catch it, I think it's very funny. I'm a big fan. I've never watched any of his comedy. Oh, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I should. I'm terrible at um, that. I like it. I like it a lot. And I love the format of his show, which is, again, a huge inspiration here. But it wasn't about him. It was about what he did, the way he does it. I do like his views. I like who he has yeah. on. Um, but just on a physical level. Fuckable out the ass. Oh my god! I, You'd again, fuck Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, easy. If I was into fucking dudes, that's the dude I'd want to fuck. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's the way I look at it. He's again, I like, the, I, I like the, I like the muscular. I like the older. Again, kind of now the like the bald. Older. I think I like now I wouldn't box. fuck news radio Joe Rogan. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. No, I, no, I don't like that Joe Rogan physically. Fair enough. Funny. 
I like him. I like to watch him on his show. Um, but no, I want to fuck current. If I was going to fuck current Joe Rogan, yeah. Um, Carmen Esposito. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Carmen Esposito. I, mean, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Is she out of Florida? I don't know where she's from. I know she's. Let me look um, her up because I ha- there's Carmen Lynch and Carmen Esposito. Do you and watch? I get them confused. Do you watch uh, Adam Ruins Everything? Are you no. familiar? Okay, a uh, great show. Um, I just there's something. Yeah, that's her right there with the side. She got this big swoosh to the side. I just think she's super sexy. And I, again, she may hate me. She may be wrong. I don't oh, no. know what the she's deal is. She's out of. Illinois. Uh, what but am I thinking of? I, she's got kind of a, a, a just a distinct style. I like the hair to one side. Super hot, and she's funny. Okay. Super funny. I don't think I've ever seen any first. I'm looking at her picture here, and I don't think I. No, I don't know who she is. How about you, Terry? Uh, Adam ruins everything. Ring a bell. Um, she, she definitely looks familiar. She's I, not yeah. on it, but her I think maybe ex-wife um, played Adam's sister on the show. Mm, okay. Um, but uh, she I think she's super sexy. I'll have to look her up. Unconventional, you know, again. Um, kind of that was somebody else. Kind of an unconventional, but yeah, I think she's super cute. Um, then I'm going again, kind of a dad vibe too. Mark Maron. I okay. Lo- I, I think I love it. I've listened to some of his podcasts. Yeah. And I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I have, I watched him on Glow. I love I him on Glow. Him I on love Glow. I love, I love loved Glow. him on Glow. Other than that, like, I don't really know much. Um, He's, he's great. He's got this kind of bitter aging Jew kind of lean that you know that's his thing is nebbishy yes. kind of you know uh imagine a Woody Allen meets George Carlin um that's kind of his yeah, thing I w- and okay. I like it I'll agree but with that I just love the I love the, the the cut the glasses the the little old school record collector DJ mustache <clears throat> I just think he's got a hot style yeah like if I was a teenage girl into fucking older dudes that's the older that dude I want to fuck dude? yeah Okay. Um, and then my last place, I had a tie. I really struggled here. Two very polar opposites, but 70s Carlin. Like, long hair, beard, 70s Carlin. Okay. Right? So still red. I, so I don't know something about it. Um, and then Queens of Comedy era Monique before she lost all the weight. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I think Monique was very funny. Yeah. I really. And then she went like batshit crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What I thought. But she was very good. Uh, ooh, that's a hard choice. So that's my five. I came up with a, I okay. guess one to be an honorable mention, but I tied him. See, I, like I love, that. I love this. I think this is sexy, Carlin. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. The the beard, the hair, the the this. I mean, like clearly, it's my idol. Before, I just took it a different way. Before he had expectations. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. who he was supposed yeah. to be. But yeah, I think it's, comic. I think it's sexy. I don't know. There's something about oh, it. Oh yeah. So that's a good okay. list. You had a great. You had a fuckable list. Way Man. fuckable. I would fuck everybody on that list. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. List. I, I'm looking at it now. I would fuck every single person on that list, and have probably come close to none of them. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm so intimidated by their sexiness okay. that I would never be like, "Want to fuck?" Well, I've never even met anybody on my list, but uh, uh, I yeah. Well, two so on your I have. That's on my uh, see, and so the benefit that I've had is that I've had the opportunity to meet these people, so I can definitely say their fuckability because I've known them on stage and off. If anybody wants to fuck Josh Blue, I could say I knew somebody on your list because I met Josh Blue. So yeah. Like, I did meet him inside yeah. the, the, the club at the time. Josh so that would cool be one. Dude. And I've met a few other like famous comedians, again, some that have, have went on to be, you know, from Trey Crowder and some things that went on. But yeah. um, as far as like meeting comedians that were like 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 Netflix Showtime comedians, yeah. um, Josh Blue, Big time. I think is one of the only Big, ones that I've time. actually like met Household and got to talk to and got to watch a local legend known as the Paul to the P, not off on the open mic. Um, <laughs> Are we talking about Paul? 
Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was just having a conversation <laughs> with my girlfriend about Paul Parton the other day. And you know who does the best Paul Parton impression? Uh, Jay Kendrick. Yeah. Does the best. And I... Damn it, he was here earlier. I meant mm. to ask him because I was trying to explain to her about Paul P. And you know what? I, yeah, and I, could, I could not do him guy. justice. Like, that you, nice fucking guy. ladies, you want to. All right, so since you're here, and I don't want to talk shit. These are all facts. It just happened to be no, funny facts. I love it. He is, he, as we talk about him, but uh, what brought it up with Josh Blue, I got to watch and hang out. He would just have to be there, and he. so I got to talk to him for this guy's set. So I got to enjoy Josh Blue watching Paul P. Oh, you've told me that before, and that's yeah, like, Paul P. A local legend who was a pillbilly like, who would not imagine, off at the mic. Can you imagine being a, a comedian of Josh Blue's caliber, watching people starting for the first time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like watching a, a yeah. somebody of Paul yeah. P's ca- caliber. He was like, "What the hell is this?" Yes, but and that's I, what local comedy is, and, and I told it's him such a treat. I said, "Oh, he's a local legend. He nods such off the a mic." Gem. He, he, he's a band from almost every mic yes. in town. But the thing was, part of his set, people were cracking up because they thought it was some Larry the Cable guy meets they Andy Kaufman. They thought it was a character. Yeah, yeah. They but didn't that know was him. That was him in real life. They cut the mic off. Life. They turned the lights off. They they played the music. <laughs> Somebody had to finally come and get him. And so I got to enjoy that with Josh Blue. Oh, my God. And he was, Josh, Josh loved it. Josh thought and it was the greatest And that guy drove ever. an hour for yeah. comedy shows. Yeah, so. That's the other thing is he lived just as far as you, way. Yeah. And, and for him to show up, get so trashed that he couldn't even do his set. I'm like, he what is wrong with this? He stole a beer from me once. <laughs> That's not surprising. And you know what sucks? I'm surprised he didn't steal something else and from what, someone. And what sucks is I was broke and it's the only beer I could afford that <laughs> night was the free beer they gave me. No! And I, and I had just got it. I had like three sips. I set it down. He was the only one there at the table. That's how I knew it was him. I turned around and it was gone. And later i saw him with it and i just wanted to be like really the pillbilly's a fan of the peanut butter stout huh who saw that and i was mad but i I just so i lost my only beer that night oh that's awful fucking paul p paul p will not be uh anybody no forgotten but nobody that will be in your posse but we want to talk about your posse question two not your pussy we've talked about that um as a deadbeat of comedy and a wrestling fan and a comic book fan I like the stable, the gang, the group, the Fantastic Four versus okay. the single superhero. Uh, I the, like X-Men. Uh, I'm an X-Men. Okay, I, Fantastic I X-Men. Four is why we used it because this is a four-part question. We also use the fan, hmm. the four horsemen from wrestling or the fab four from music. Or the four horsemen in Hearthstone, which if you summon them okay. as a paladin, uh, they destroy the opposite hero. I think it's a paladin. It might okay, be awesome. somebody else. But well, that's... in this case... Um, and the Bible. But I was yeah, just in the Bible. In the Bible. But in this case, it's more wrestling-oriented. But for those non-wrestling fans, we use the Fantastic Four, etc. In your case, here's what you get to do. Oh, you get one night. One night. With four of you as the gang. So you get three living celebrities. Because you're number four. Your, your own Fantastic Four. I'm my own celebrity? You, yeah, in this case. I love you, this. You, you're creating your stable, your Fantastic Four, your Four Horsemen, whatever. You get three living celebrities. One night. Make it count. Is this for party purposes? Whatever you want to do. Whatever I, mean, I want to like, do. I gonna... just four people I want to hang out yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. You guys can do whatever you want to do. And we're just going to bring upon the end of the world. Well, yeah, whatever. Uh, okay. All right. Um, ooh, that's hard. Yeah. 
That's a good question. Three. Thank you. Immediately came to mind Matthew McConaughey. Oh, good choice. <laughs> that should have been picked a long time I, ago. He. It, he seems like he could be down to party. Hell yeah. He hell could be yeah. down to party, but he would also be an adult about it. And rich enough to pay for it. Yes. That, a lot of people don't I'm think that I'm on this list, one. but I'm definitely not rich enough to pay for any of this. No, 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 no. no. Um, oh, man, this is such a good question. Kevin Spacey. Okay, okay. Despite the controversy, you're still You know down. what? It's funny because I just finished watching House of Cards. I've never seen it, but okay. And I miss him. So like, here, here's what I think, and I've been this way all along. The art and the artist are separate. Bill Cosby's himself is still funny. I just funny. had this conversation with somebody. <laughs> yeah. Bill Cosby himself is still brilliant, still yes. relevant, yes. even though he's yes. not. Right? I don't care. I don't, and, him as a person is separate from right. him as an artist. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, to me, when I hear, like, somebody was challenging me on Morrissey. They're like, oh, he's a racist. And I'm like, well, that doesn't come through to me in his music. Right. His music touches me on a different level. It doesn't make me a racist person. No, no. You he's know? a shitbag, but his music's... Right, but his music's I, well, beautiful. Well, his music sucks, Smiths, too. I but, love um, the Smiths. Like... Shut up. I'm not a fan. That's I, my sad girl music. I, I prefer the Smiths <laughs> you know? over Morrissey. But I love Morrissey. I like some Smith songs covered by other people. But <laughs> here's what I did like. And I do hate Morrissey. It I was really a basis do. for a Black Mirror episode. I get it. I really do hate him. But here's what I did like. He did a cover of Do You Think Hank Did It This Way by Mer- uh, Waylon Jennings. And it was brilliant. His voice lends to country music amazingly the credit, well. Dude. The man's talented. Um, he I may disagree. Be an asshole. But he did a cover of "You Think Do Hank You Feel did Racist" this because of it. No, 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 exactly. But um, so again, yeah, I just I say jokingly, so, despite the controversy, but good choice. Whatever Kevin, Kevin Spacey did, whatever the man's brilliant. Right? I love and him. And he, he's he's funny. If you watch him on talk shows, he does impressions, and he gets, he's he's a he's a he's a lively, funny guy. He really is. Whether he may be a shitbag yes. or not. I don't know, but he's a lively, funny guy who seems like somebody that would be fun to be around. I'm really having a hard time. I, this whole time, like the last 30 seconds that we've been talking, I'm thinking about my last one. We, you, can make a, you can make a substitution. I feel like it's, it's a, still no, your no, 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 no. It's a total sausage oh, party okay. is all okay. I'm saying. Like, I feel bad that I haven't picked any broads, but let's be honest. Like, I'm enough broad for this party. I don't need any other help. Um, have, have there been a lot of women picked, period? I don't know. We've only, you're only our second female guest, but... Lots of, like, I had dudes on my sex list, so there are a lot of different answers, but I don't recall us, actually, without having to go through files, a lot of women on their their, their four horsemen. We had a couple porn stars. Oh, that's true. Uh, we Vic, have had some porn stars. Victor yeah. and Jay had porn uh, stars. Victor and Jay had porn stars. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Jay Kendrick. Um, yeah. yeah. What yeah. a purr. <laughs> uh, so, my bad. So, okay, Victor okay. Greta. I was thinking. Yeah, Victor. Was, yeah. And he had a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> but he purr. chose his porn star based on her other stuff than porn on things. Brain, yeah. But she is still smoking hot, and that was a plus. Who was it? Um, Stoya. I don't know. Um, she had apparently like did a a, a lot of um, outside. She's like an activist porn yeah, star. Uh, that's what it is, yeah. Well, Very even though she's she looks cracked out now, Jenna Jameson. Okay, like, okay. Is that is that your last? No, no, one? Okay. that's not my last one. Got I'm it, just got it, got I was it. going along those lines. Sorry, don't right. so commit I, that to Amy. I do have a no, former I'm enough broad porn for the party. That, I'm enough broad. Uh, I follow now that she doesn't still do porn, but um. Um. So my third one is gonna be a man. Okay. 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 Mine are all dudes. I mean, it's all good. Uh, and. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Oh, oh. 
because I love his sarcastic sense of humor. I love Paul Rudd. Uh, And I feel like I could jive with that because I'm a very sarcastic person. Oh, yeah. Now, if we did fuckable actors, Paul Rudd would be on my list. He would also be on there. I would sit on his face. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I'm trying to think of all those people. Would I sit on all their faces? Yeah, I'd sit on all their faces. Kevin Spacey. Paul Rudd would be fun. Definitely, I would, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That is a great list. Paul, uh, Ma- Matthew McConaughey, Kevin Spacey, Paul Rudd. I'd watch that movie. I, I would watch you, <laughs> you and the three of them. I would watch that movie. Oh, oh man. Oh, hell yeah. Good I like list. that list. But okay. I love Paul Rudd. And I've been a fan. I, I guess since Clueless was the first thing I saw him in before yes. I knew who he was. Yes. And just thought, that guy's funny. Everything he's in is and then, like, funny. And then like 200 so cigarettes. His apathy oh. is so... Have you seen? Relatable. Is that right? Two hundred cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So brilliant. I love so him. brilliant. I Damn, just man. love it. Great choice. Role models. I haven't seen that yet. I He's do amazing see that. in that fucking movie. <laughs> I do want to see that. I haven't seen that yet. Love him. Um, I'm surprised great. no one's picked Paul Rudd yet. No, I haven't either. That's a yeah. great choice. Yeah. Um, mine was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we've had a lot of wrestlers. That's been a big thing. That doesn't surprise um, me. We've had a couple presidents. Was, uh, we've I'm surprised. Was one of Jake Hendricks uh, Brock Lesnar? Yes. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. God, you homo. Uh, but we've, had, we've, we've had rappers. We've had presidents. We've had Neil deGrasse Tyson. We've had a lot of good stuff. But I had uh, Stone Cold, uh, Tom Waits, and Alex Jones. Uh, so that was mine. Alex Jones? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, 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 you know, a lot, you know, you don't like it. You know. I guess that's the, uh, the conservative uh, part uh, of me. Uh, no, no, no. So, so, so like, I, I love, I love both. So, so, so here's my thing on Alex Jones, right? On infowars.com. I, I like, I like the, so that, have you been to our website? So I, I love it. I love him ironically and unironically. Okay. Like, I, okay. I understand there's a character to him, too. And he's like your hangover tribe. Uh, I guess so. So, like, for me, um, I know, again, he may be a shitbag, um, but I know that the character's amplified, and that's not really who he is. Okay. Um, but I like Kudos. the character. I like the cheese ball. I think it's, it's, it's he, I'm sure he's probably like me, a right-wing conservative, and maybe a little even further than me, obviously, but I don't think it's what he shows on TV. I right. think all that's uh, hyped up. That's a, a, a again a cranked up Howard Stern. Yeah, Howard Stern private parts. There's the me. Yeah, and then I take it and I turn it way up and go just over the top. Yes, just to shock. And that's me. Well, that's to me. That's Alex Jones. And okay. I, I really, I really do believe that. Um, I think the the oh well, I got, I got files from the FBI here. That if you look like uh, these lizard people from Planet Pop Tart are not gonna come ah, out. I, 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 I want to live I got, on Planet Pop Tart. Uh, right, so I mean, I I think that's crazy, but I think he's probably a fun guy to hang out with. And I so he was on my list in a heartbeat. I bet he because he was my rich guy that would be like oh. Oh, uh, you don't think you don't think I can get a helicopter that's, to land on top terrible. of the White Castle? So uh, right here, oh, I can. You give me five seconds. I got a friend. We'll get and and would do that shit and would have a helicopter landing on a White Castle at two in the morning. <laughs> and that's my. And then you know that's so that's that was my list. But okay. you got a great one. And I again, all three fuckable. You see, again, exactly. there's a there's a theme in sex. I and like it's this. It's sad because that's how I judge people. It's like, would I sit on that face? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, I'm afraid then with as, as sexual as this list has been and as much as I've enjoyed it because again I enjoy sex even when I'm not having it I like thinking about it and watching it, it like motorcycles I like watching them and thinking about them and, and so you know you have had a sexy list and I'm eager to see <laughs> if this will take a turn with number three what's your guilty pleasure 
What do you like to do that you know is so cheesy you should be embarrassed, but you're not? I enjoy Twilight. Okay. And Fifty Shades. Oh, I like Fifty Shades. I have the audiobook. I it was enjoy good. both of those. Okay. And I, I feel dirty Did you every like time the movie? I say it. I love the movies. I read the books. Okay. I, I, was only, into, I only read book one. I, do I like how the books ended up? No. No, I was pissed you know, at the ending of book one. Whatever. But whatever. I I don't care. And people judge me. I don't give a shit. Twilight I, I, I love it. And Fifty Shades. Okay. So I'm gonna we're gonna talk girls for a minute. We're gonna be we're I gonna love be it. bitches here. Let's be girls. So you read it first or saw the movie first? Okay. So when Twilight was a thing, it was about the books. Okay. Okay. So I was I was actually I had taken a comedian to a, a TV station okay. and before our segment the news anchor was talking about Twilight. And I love vampires. Okay. I, I love vampires. Uh, anything vampire. Interviews, so, stuff like that. Everything. Okay. But I had not gotten into Twilight. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting sucked into this shit. This bitch was talking about it like she was in high school. And I'm like, no, not mm-hmm. doing it. And then I read it and I fell in love. It's a love story. It's fucking vampires. And I, I love tried it. reading the first one. All um, of I think all my of problem them. was I, I do audiobooks and I think I didn't like the. <laughs> I can't imagine an audiobook of Twilight. I have it. You can borrow it. Oh, no. Um, The problem is, I have Fifty Shades, too, if you want to borrow that. Um, By Gilbert Godfrey? uh, No. Oh, yes. That's so... I I had... I've actually... I could do both. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But anyway, um, Twilight, I didn't like the woman's voice who was reading it. Okay. And I think that turned me off of it. That could help. Because I tried. You know, I mean, because it's, it's so teenage fiction well, love. Well, the woman reading Bullshit. Fifty Shades was great. I loved her. Um, and so, again, it was very different. And so Fifty Shades, yes, I got turned Why on. Why do you listen to these audiobooks? <laughs> I'm so I have so many questions about this audiobook the, situation. The one hour it. it takes to go to an open mic. <laughs> yeah, no. oh, yeah, you do have hour long drives. Yeah, so you're like, like, I can get through chapter five. <laughs> okay. So I have a vast audiobook library. That's so um, surprising really to me. Um, but uh, it, I, it, I don't do it on a road to a comedy show unless it's like two hours. Like if I'm doing all day on the road, I'll yes. listen. To it. But like just from here to. To Knoxville, it's an hour. I used to listen to something to amp me up, like White Snake or some shit. Oh uh, yeah, I sing. Anyway, I sing. So, um, but I listen to audiobooks at a couple times um, on long drives. That's how what I enjoy on long drives. Like if we take a family vacation. I haven't gotten there yet. If we take a family vacation, I enjoy a good audiobook. I've researched, but I've not done it. Yet. Everybody else is into their own thing, and so I'm driving. So I need something to keep me awake. So this is what I do, right? I smoke cigarettes, I drink Red Bull, and I listen to audiobooks. Like, but now, not Fifty Shades. I did not. Some of these are are, are a little different, but I, that's that's when I, I was do most. Say family vacation. No. You're listening to Fifty Shades. But <laughs> Fifty most Shades of, the of time, Vacation. Well, I have I have lots of stuff. You know, I have again other things. I have some John Grisham, and I have some okay. Harry Potter, Ooh, and I have I can get you into know, that. and and sometimes I go to the library, and I've done the Game of Thrones, and oh, um, see, I can't read Game of Thrones, but I think I could listen to. Uh, it. Uh, yeah, so I enjoy it. Um, and so the wife bought me Fifty Shades of Grey. And uh, she had been reading it. It gets weirder the it more does. you talk it about does. it. This, this has, now, this particular one has a long... I listened to it going back and forth to work because I was working in Knoxville. And it wasn't like... Uh, it wasn't like... But that's when I was normally listening to any book. And so that's you're the like one coming time. into this retail job like... This is raging. Let me sell you my heart on. <laughs> so... Luckily, in that particular book's case, and I will say, 
parts of Game of Thrones. I was smart enough to have a cutoff time and go back to the radio so that my brain could decompress and I could let it go. <laughs> unless so I was unless I was coming home. Funny. Coming home, you could you could like pull up in the driveway, sit in the driveway and finish a chapter. See, what I like about but, um, what I like about Fifty Shades is that it touches upon Certain types of sexuality that aren't mainstream. Right. Okay. okay. Like and I know whole, it's not perfect. It's not. It's not perfect. It's I get totally. it. Like, it's so superficial. But how often do you get to read about your actual sexual life in a mainstream never, book? Never. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I like being slapped around and choked. Uh, well, I like trying to know? describe it to people who only knew the hype. And you're like, no, no. So here's the deal. Imagine... Like, it's better than that. Yeah. And I go, all right, imagine. And so it's from a girl's perspective. I'm just being honest with you, right? So you got to be open enough to do that. And so for some guys, they can't. For some girls, I guess reading a guy-centric novel is hard. I don't know. Which, didn't but they write a Fifty Shades based from his? From his. Yeah, yes. I don't know anything about I didn't, that one, I didn't read that I didn't one. Know. But so you have to approach it from a young college girl. And imagine you meet Bruce Wayne doing a college newspaper interview, right? Okay, but I imagined Archer, but go on. Archer, like the... The, the cartoon art. Okay, okay. That's no, no. who my uh, I, Christian Grey was. Okay, so I pictured... I <laughs> so pictured, I want to fuck Archer. I pictured... The, the story was Bruce Wayne or Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow. Right? Okay. Because they're the same character. Yeah. Really. So imagine you go to interview Bruce Wayne at Wayne Manor on a college newspaper, and it turns out his superpower is butt stuff. And it's like, that's basically... <laughs> The, the 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 best way to describe it and so i liked it i enjoyed it um so did you again read it before seeing the movie yes okay so were the movie characters what you imagined that no. was a big controversy no and that's not the anastasia that's not the christian gray we expected so well, what did you picture because like i said like when i picture uh christian gray i picture uh, uh h john archer. benjamin <laughs> not h john benjamin <laughs> Archer, the okay. cartoon character. Okay. Um, I guess I've not watched Anastasia, enough of it, I guess. Anastasia was okay. She was hot. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. He was hot, but not yeah, what I imagined. Yeah, no, just not what I imagined. But she was, no. sure, sure. She was okay. Him, no. When I read not it, what I wanted. When I read it, I liked her. I liked her better than him. But when I read it, to me, it should have been Aubrey Plaza and Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should have been. Uh, I, and I wanted, I wanted real bad to see that. That movie. would be funny. Real bad, yeah. And my second choice was, uh, um, damn it, um, what's her name from um, Pitch Perfect? Uh, Anna Kendrick. Yes, that was my second choice. Okay. Uh, but, I could um, see that. That would be a mm, good one. That would be a good well, one. Well, part of it for me was the girl who read it sounded like Aubrey Plaza. And so she sort of wrote it, and sort of read it in this Aubrey Plaza. I guess Plaza, I need like, to listen to it. Yeah, she sort of read it in this sort of like, and then it was like this. And this kind of sort of, uh, you know, emo Eeyore uh, with a miniskirt kind of thing. And I was like, I'm down. Eeyore with I'm a down. miniskirt. I was like a man, you know, like. Uh, so I, I liked it. But my wife had read it. I was excited because we, we were having problems anyway. So, and I, I was really hoping that this was her trying to like tell me something. Like her reading it and loving it. Did it? And then we're not, no. And then, no, it didn't. <laughs> so, and I was, I, and then I, she was telling me about it and I was like, okay. And then she bought it for like Christmas as a stocking stuffer, the audiobook, and I listened to it. And I would come home thinking like, 
I got it. I read the book. I'm, I've done my homework. Let's put this to test. Let's do the lab work, right? And, and there was no lab work because we were having problems anyway, emotional. Our marriage, we'd lost a child. Things were yeah. bad. So, I mean, like it was a bad time in our life. Um, and then, But I thought this was going to be the fix. And so, and then I, I listened to it. And I You're loved it. You're such a gentleman. I'm a douche. But I thought this was the, I thought that's what she was trying to tell me. This was the hint. Like, here, here's the notebook. Here's the, here's the, the instructions. Yes. And then so I was like, I'm, I'm listening. I got it. And so I was like, I'm in. I'm fucking, how you want whatever i'm in what do you want to do let's do it and it, it wasn't she was just like no i just dug it and i was like oh <laughs> it was a joke oh and then i was like she was like i dug it i thought you would dig it and i was like well yeah i, d- I mean i dug it i i like the characters but she I got also you to like... admit that you dug it and that's and then, when she got off but on. i got mad at the end like the end of the first one pissed me off i was like what the fuck the, the son end of the a... third one pissed me see, off see i didn't get that far i was so mad at the end I of the first one i read all of them i was like son you bastard and i was pissed and then again the my marriage the what i thought was not working i was like how that didn't and then this and then what the so you you, you give me this and i thought I, and then they fuck and she says give it and he gives it and now she's like fuck you but you asked for it and then he just runs away and then i come home and i'm half chub and i'm like can i and she's like no and i'm like why so like i i, I emotionally was very um it rage so i get it there no, was a lot of rage i get it but uh, a little, because it didn't it didn't work well. But I, uh, I, I, I think I they're cheesy. I did it, whatever. Good. You know what? And people can judge me yeah, for they're it. Fun. They're I don't fun. Get, they are fun. They're fun. They, they do the imagination for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't have to expend much energy well, is it really those. that different than a big comic book imagination? No. Belief? I mean, like, you're, all, you're like, hey, I got no, a fantasy. And your fantasy may be bullshit. your That's fantasy may be intergalactic robots. Mine, Mine is, is vampires and a vampires in a red room of pain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I like both. I like I like Into all that stuff. It. The Twilight movies weren't bad. I got lost in the middle. I uh, stopped watching, but the first couple. I, it got were to on. the point where it was like hard for me to find someone to go with. Me. I I really <laughs> wanted. That was to... after my divorce. That's what uh, I missed the most. Okay. Is like was it like was that a rebound thing? Was that like your pine of Hagen Doss emotionally was the vampire? No, it was like I had to like beg my friends to come see it with me because uh, I wasn't ready to go see movies alone. I really alone. wanted to fuck <laughs> Kristen Stewart, so I was no. In, yeah, she did it for me. No, yeah, I loved her as Joan Jett in The Runaways. <laughs> But uh, mm-hmm. anywho, <laughs> that is a great guilty pleasure. I love it. I appreciate it. Again, I appreciate that you appreciate it. I do, it. and I will loan you if I can find it. The Fifty Shades audio book. I will listen to it. <laughs> I've only got the first one. Um, so excellent kickoff so far. Three fantastic questions down. Um, and now we 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 like to get personal, and that oh, does yeah, get serious personal. sometimes. So I here's, like this. I here's like where personal. we take we take the emotional roller coaster. Take it. We've had some fun. We we drop Open you for a book. moment. We drop you for a moment. Hit me. It's your time to leave this earth. You've got to leave some kind of mark. What do you want written on your tombstone? What, what do you want your legacy to be? Short and sweet. <laughs> she made me laugh. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's brilliant. I like it. I get it. That's like one thing uh, that I pride myself on is when I leave like a workplace, like I work in retail, so mm-hmm. I get transferred to locations uh, so I don't get to spend forever with the same people. Right. It's not an office. Your comedy skills come in very handy. Oh, there. 
I'm a great salesperson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, you're good at icebreakers and yes. you're good at letting people, yeah. and it does translate. I, yes, yeah. it's I, and that makes me amazing. At my it job. works me. It helps me on the phone. You it know, really again, does. It really does. It's crowd work over the phone. Yes, and, and so and yeah, I, I know. It's like practice, but free practice. That's great. Uh, and I do that 50 hours a week, and so like, but I do it in different places. So I meet a lot of different people, and I love the impression that I leave on people is joy. I love it. Then when they think of me, it was like entertaining. Like it wasn't like I hated her. Oh, she was horrible. It was, she was fun. I like to be a bringer of fun. Me too. That's I think why we're so kindred spirits. Again, I like that. And it's not, it's, it's ego in a healthy way, but the, the ego is fueled by other people's actual enjoyment. Yeah. And I like that. I'm that way. It's so fulfilling yeah, like I there's agree. nothing i've I ever totally done agree. that makes me feel better than well that sums it up you know she made me laugh that's yeah, brilliant she made me that's laugh brilliant. that would ugh. well we don't end on a down note we're not that dumb we know every movie has to have a happy ending and a climax yes so at least at the end of the day you have a happy ending and not in that uh, bad chinese joke <laughs> stereotype uh, hand job way um in a a moment where you have no restrictions Whatever you want to do, there's nothing holding you back. Where do you go? Where's your happy place? Where do you want to be when there's no other reason to be anywhere else? Uh, regardless of where it is, I'm naked. Okay. 100% okay. naked. I don't want to be bound by clothes. There's no clocks. Nice. I'm not bound by time. Okay. Uh, so far, very ambiguous, yet still very distinct. Yes. And I like it. Um, just... And it really, it could be any place where I'm just free to do that. Just be me. Home, hotel room. Home, hotel. Just somewhere where I can be naked. Time has no bounds on me. And Vacation with no agenda. Yeah. Okay. Where it's just time. I like that. That's weird. That's time the first real answer. Is where I want to be. All right. That's the first real answer that's more a state of mind than a physical yes. location. I and it still applies. You totally get points. Yeah, points for that. That that is the first time, and I I like that I like that because I I agree. Um, we live in a, a house with multiple uh, families, oh, so man. can't do the nudity anymore. I miss it. Yes. Um, but I I enjoy I've the moments that. when I can. We have a, a basement we're working on in the to, to build we we where we can have place to be that my wife and I can have mm-hmm. that that liberty there. Um, because it's a big house, and so we're working uh, on at the moment on a basement where we can go back to that to some degree. Oh. But I miss it. I do. I miss it because it is free. I'm not. It is. It's. Uh, Mm. So I love I, it. I love that answer. That is a great answer. Uh, you've been a great guest all along. Thank you. You've been awesome. awesome. This has been great. Bridget Martin, I cannot thank you enough for being here. Um, as you said something a minute ago, you said, um, I think it was that I appreciated your answer, and you said you appreciated that I appreciated it. Yes. And not to sound foolish, but we have always said here, and I try to make this very clear, I appreciate anybody who appreciates me. And I mean that in a, a really heartfelt. If you, you are tell so me, appreciated. if you tell me you like something that I like, I will tell you thank you. I appreciate that. And you seem to be the same way. Yes. Um. And you know the business, and so you know when somebody has you on and has had a good time, that it really has meant a lot. And and it's you know, genuine. Yeah. And you know, and we've got Terry here who comes in every day and does his thing Poor and helps Terry. us out and and sits here <laughs> and listens to all my references that mean nothing to him. That I won't um, get. Never, never, <laughs> never, yeah. ever, ever. And we have you know a few dedicated listeners that we hear from from time to time that met Texas and. Um, and I always like to leave with a um, 
an acknowledgement of that I understand that without people who are out there listening and purchasing yes. and checking out your website, which is why we tell people to go check out these guests, yes. check them out, show your love, because we couldn't do it without, without you. Without them. It's and worthless Yeah, it them. is. It really is. Um, and I always, I always try and close by letting everybody know that I've always saw it as the fact that, you know, a crowd without a comic is still a crowd. Yes. But a comic without a crowd is just a narcissistic asshole with a microphone. Yes. And that would be me if it wasn't for you listening. So thank you yes, thank for being you. with us. Bridget Martin, 100% Terry Snow, thank you. everybody out there. Deadbeat Radio, Stage Diver Network. Yeah. I'm Lance Adams. We'll see you next time. Ha ha. Ha So tell me, when you took the practice scholastic aptitude test, did you know the answers or did you guess? You were like gimmicks to amuse your fans and act all urban to jack up your sound scan. What's the matter with you? How come you write monosyllabically? Is that to be shrinking your entire vocabulary? Your style's like garbage cans meant to be taken out on a weekly basis. Ever since you first record, you've been in a state of suspended animation. You look like